Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast episode 47. This is the Halloween special, in case you hadn't already recognised. For anyone who's watching, <laughs> if there is anyone watching, um, welcome in. Um, uh, yeah, so this is the obviously the Halloween special. As you can see, if you are watching at home and you can see us, we're all wearing our natural faces. <laughs> yes, and there's a, there's a, there's a, a, a Beth has turned up as well. well. We don't normally have Beth in the in the uh, on camera, but uh, it's good to see you. Good to see you uh, in the flesh. Thank you. Good. <laughs> uh, don't say that way. You're dressed up as that. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So welcome in everyone. Thank you very much uh, for being here. Thank you all for joining us, and of course, thank you very much for for, for the show for actually turning up today because like i know it's been a bit of a struggle for you so um i appreciate the fact that you've you've actually come up come into the podcast and and you're joining us today um (laughs) (laughs) oh we've got the funny voices already in and (sighs) let's go let's go around the clock then let's go uh so we've got um the bacon sarni who's in with us today oh there there we go his face lights oh oh Oh, that's for And as I said, we've got the uh, Pete <laughs> Beth, who's now who's on camera for for one week only, maybe I don't know. And Special. of course, we've got, as I already said, the um, the Freddy Show, who's joined us today. Welcome in, guys. How are you all doing? Let's start off with uh, Bacon. How are you doing today, Bacon? Perfect. I didn't understand. I'm doing well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I understood all of that. <laughs> I'm doing well, thank you. Good, 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 good. Um, Beth, how are you doing? You okay? You good? Yeah, You're I'm well? good. I'm good today. I'm You're good. Looking forward to today's show. Um, yes, I love Halloweenies. Yes, of course. It's going to be a Halloween weekend. Wouldn't be yeah. the same without this. This is our first, obviously, first um, Halloween show that we've done. Uh, oh, Freddie, how are you doing? How how, how are you feeling? Because, like, I know I did introduce you as a uh, taking part today. It's bit, it could be a bit of a oh, hit and miss. I'm busy. I'm absolutely crazy. <laughs> I'm sure. As you can tell, while well, my voice sounds fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, you sound yeah. great. It's really out of body experience. Is that is that the is that 3D show or is that Mrs. That, Mrs. Fred, Mrs. 3D? That's, that's 3D's uh, inner voice. Inner voice. Alice. Yeah, it's very fine to me, eh? <laughs> I'm Alice. I'm, I'm the ghost of 3D's house. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Why are you haunting 3D? Huh? Yeah. Why are you Why are you haunting my friend? Why are you holding it? Because I'm a man, I look fit. <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right. Um, yeah, if you want to take your mask off, you can. Because <laughs> it's getting quite warm. Oh, thank God. It's roasting in this I thing. think we, we can take our mask off just while we do the show. Um, so, yeah, for anyone who's about to join. Scaring our meals, they'll take off all your clothes. That just doesn't mask for you. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I think we can we can uh, sort of dethrone the masks for now. Um, cause I'm, I'm actually getting it's quite warm myself. The young masking. The amount of sweat poured off me just from that five minutes of wearing that. Sh- oh yeah, that is. <laughs> there we go. That's a little bit more God. better, isn't it? And not so much echoey. <laughs> That's going to be hard to edit later on. <laughs> echo. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Sorry. So yes, sorry. let's get this started then. So it echo. is, <laughs> it is the <laughs> podcast. But as I said, oh crap! I'm getting caught. Oh, I'm dragging 
dragging my cables around with me. No. Oh, get off. Right. Mr. Steve. Yeah. Right. I'm getting caught up. I'm... <laughs> it's all happening today. It's all, I know, it's all, it's all going on. I hope that was cables and nothing else dragging me underneath the table, under my desk. Right, what, what so it? as okay. we are doing a Halloween special then, I thought it would be an idea to actually talk about games. Sometimes we might have already mentioned these ones, but let's talk about um, some of our favourite horror games or Halloween-esque type titles. Could it doesn't have to be horror necessarily. I know we've got Bacon in as well. Um, who doesn't necessarily play many um, horror games, or in fact any, I don't think. So, yeah, if you've got anything you want to discuss. So, yeah, deep dive into uh, some Halloween horror-esque slash maybe sci-fi as well. I mean, sometimes they can actually fall into the same category, can't they? Horror, sci-fi horrors. So, uh, we are going to talk about games. We'll talk about, we might have some news, and we probably will have Beth's Joke of the Week, um, copied and pasted from last week's episode. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I don't remember what it was. No, no there's more Halloween ones in the book. I just have to find them. You just got to find them. Hopefully, we'll we get there. So, yeah, best joke of the week as well, just as we come towards the end. So, let's get uh, let's get us cracking. And then, who wants to start the show first? Who wants to throw the card into the hat first on this Halloween special spooky dookie? Uh, podcast. You, Mr. Steve, you me? did, don't you? Yes. Uh, yes do you really want me to spoke about something already? Okay, let's do it then. So, actually, we haven't done this one, and um, surprisingly, we haven't done it. Um, but the game I want to talk about, first of all, first because there's many, um, is Soma. So, Soma is a was well, the first person survival horror. Psychological horror, and it's made from uh, frictional uh, frictional games. I'm trying to think what else they've done. I can't. Uh, I'm sure they've done a couple of others, and it, uh, it will come to me later. But if anyone um, wants a shout out, feel free. Um, but Simon takes place on an underwater remote research facility known as is it uh, Prometheus or or Pan Pan Pantheus? Is it Pantheus? Something like that. Two. Um, so it's an underwater facility set place in in like in, uh, I think it's a near future um, where you play as this character. What's his name? I forget what his name was. It's such a long time since I played it, and I'm just sort of just trying to recall a lot of um, information. There. But yeah, you play as Simon, uh, who wakes up in this facility, then gets transported into what is like a post-apocalyptic world, I think. And it, I mean, the game came out in 2015. But the the graphic style of it still holds up today, I feel. And I think if you if you are interested, and I'll, I'll normally link these at the end after Spotlight, but if you are interested, it is available on Game Pass, but you can go to um, a lot of places now and pick it up quite cheaply. It's But it's worth getting, definitely worth getting. Um, if anyone's played it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yep. It yep. is one of the most creepiest... Um, horror games I've ever played. Um, again, that psychological thing that comes into it. You've got like this. I think it's an alien type thing creature that's going around the planet. There's a lot of it's the uh, it's. I think it's loosely based on Do Androids Dream of Electronic Sheep, which is what Blade Runner was actually based on. Um, I think that was based on, but I think it's loosely picks up some information from that so if you've seen blade obviously you know that's you know it's about and you know consciousness inside of androids or you know could that possibly happen and stuff 
So, yeah, it's just really creepy game. And I just wanted to briefly touch on this because it's, like I said, we've never spoken about it before on the podcast. And uh, um, I thought this would be a good time to do it. So, yeah, Simon gets brought forward into the into some kind of future um, exploring uh, underwater facility where he meets uh, AI who named uh, Catherine, who, whose memory has been implanted inside electronic devices. Basically, he's carrying carries Catherine around in his back pocket, I guess, and he goes from different sites that um, that humankind have just tried to, to put together these... Uh, I, I don't think it was intended to be underwater originally. I don't think there was... A, I think they were just built these things. Maybe they did. I can't remember now. But, uh, um, yeah, you just got to try and piece together um, and try and re-establish like a human... Um, a new human colony in space, which you're going to get launched into space by this rocket. And I think that's the main goal is to try and get all these, all the minds of the people all onto this like new arc. It's called like the arc and it's like all human being, all humans minds. And Diamond seems to be the only person that's the only survivor left who is able to do this because he's the only able-bodied. Everyone else is, Everyone else's minds are trapped inside of like robots and stuff that are going around, or robots that believe that they're still, or that they are human. There's 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 a bit of a decisions that you've got to make throughout the game, yeah. And some of them are kind of questionable. Um, having to get something from a robot means maybe actually pulling its plug and pulling its plug. Are you actually killing something that is was alive or is alive? It's 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 questionable. A lot of things that you do is very questionable. Um, it really tugs on a lot of heartstrings as well. You kind of get drawn into this, not knowing what's actually happening. Um, you got to do a lot of puzzle solving in areas just to get from A to B. You got to get um, some puzzle solving happening. But meanwhile, you're being constantly chased by what appears to be some kind of um, I think mechanical, biomechanical creature. There's a, a, in, is involved. Again, I'm still Mechanical trying to pain in the ass. Yeah, he's chasing you around these these <laughs> facilities that are that, that um every time you're yeah. you get go into <laughs> get, get out. It, it is the most creepiest thing I've ever had. Yeah, but these yeah. um but it does it does things to the to the to the player's camera as well, like or the, to the vision. So it upsets the camera a little bit, the cam- the your vision a bit. You get distortion, so you know it's close by. When you start getting this uh, distorted vision, uh, it's and then you're like, "Well, it's close by. I'm gonna try and hide." It's kind of a running simulator in that way. I like that. That there's nothing to to help you defend yourself against this, which is what makes it stand out. I think it was first of its kind. I think after the only other game I can compare it to, which has that kind of same um, dread, is probably um, Outlast. Which I think I don't know if Beth is going to be talking about as well. I know you or you mentioned it at least. You did. Yeah, I mentioned it. You last did mention week. it last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As Sorry. a yeah. as a go to, um, mm-hmm. go to sort of game. Which again, you know, that in itself is kind of creepy. But this, this is kind of the first time where I've played a first per, like first person running sim when you haven't died from a very creepy, very unsettling kind of creature that's just constantly trying to kill you or take you down and again you're you're left with these um kind of personal cho- choices of what's right and what's wrong are you killing the man inside or are you killing just a robot 
You know, it seems these robots seem to have the mind of their own. And there is, you do come across one robot in particular. I'm not going to spoil it too much, but it's been out since 2015. You know what? It doesn't matter too much. But it seems to have a consciousness that believes it's still kind of, it's gone, it's just gone mad. It's just gone crazy. It's like actually got mental, um, like a kind of mental disability to almost. Like it's it crying out for help. And that's kind yeah. of, that's kind of sad in a way that a robot, but it's you don't know if it's the human consciousness inside the robot, and that's just and that's what really makes this game stand out is just that unknowing and the ending in this. I'm not again. I'm not going to spoil it just because like you might not have played it. I I, I want to go back to this. Like I said, this is on Game Pass, and so it's um, if you've got that, I would definitely download it, add it to your library. For as long as you can, because I don't know when these games still will disappear, um, how long this is going to stay on there. But yeah, definitely worth picking up. Definitely worth playing. I'm not going to go into too much because it is, again, spoilers stuff, but although I have said it, it came out in 2015, so many people might have played it already. I think this is one of the best games I've played. So the next time you play anything like this would probably be Alien Isolation, which is why uh, a lot of people go to. Um, for its um, scariness and like it's hiding from something. So yeah, if you if you like, in fact, if you like Alien Isolation or Outlast, and you've got those two combined, then this is what you're going to get. Although I still think this is um, somewhat better than Outlast in my opinion. But that's not to say that Outlast is a bad game. I just think this is slightly more better in that in that regards. Again, it's personal opinions. Um, yeah. A lot of people will have a different opinion on what I'm saying. So, but I actually think this is one of the best and most creepiest, like mind <laughs> as far as video games are concerned. Like literally, yeah. the ending is is a massive like, and I don't often like swear out in front of in this podcast, but like I I have to say it is definitely this is the second one, and I'm going to say it again, but it is definitely the biggest mind of the whole of any game I've played just because of its ending and it's like again without spoiling it as to what happens but that the twist at the ending is is something that you you want to get to puzzle solving is great it's not too difficult in there sometimes it just takes a little longer to get through the puzzles because you're too worried about being chased down by that horrible thing whatever it is <laughs> it's chasing you throughout the entire um, the entire game uh the law there's a lot of law to uncover there's lots of things that you need to be doing to get from a to b as i said um definitely worth picking up give it a go i felt i don't know if anyone else has played it. i think freddie you've played it i'm not sure if beth played it i'm pretty sure uh, bacon hasn't played it um <laughs> definitely not <laughs> uh, but, yeah i've i've played it i've played it i got about halfway through the game before i got stuck yeah um mainly because I couldn't escape the stupid thing that was chasing me. I kept getting caught by him and I just gave up in the end. I, was, I, could, have, I could have looked up a guide, but I was like, nope, I'm not looking up a guide. And I kept going back to it and I kept failing. And in the end, I just dropped it. But yeah, it's a very unsettling game. Yeah. Uh, it's a very unique experience. You can actually turn the, the chasing off. There's an option to turn him off. And you can just use it as a horror walking, walking simulator. All right. Um, okay, which I, it, I did. I did actually. I did actually start to do that. I started a new playthrough and I did it again. Uh, but I never actually finished it. I actually started streaming that 
variation on the channel a while ago at the start of the year and I ask of everything I do on my channel I'll start something and then just drop it like next week because I'm playing <laughs> something else so um, I, I didn't really have to get back to finishing it but I uh, had intended of on doing a uh, a marathon of, of spooky games but uh, this Halloween but that hasn't panned out so um, as, as always next time but I'm definitely going to return to it and play it but it's 100% worth picking up um, if you've been diligent on your on your free game watching it's actually been it's actually been free a couple of times in Epic Game Store. Um, it's also now included in Game Pass, uh, which should incidentally be on there for about eighteen months um, before it's removed. Um, but you can buy it for pence, like it's like it's like three or four quid yeah. on CD keys. Yeah. Um, and D2A, if they don't have any, they they will. Uh, it's highly worth adding to your library, and it's usually on sale in Steam. Um, there's a current there's a current Steam sale at the moment, Horror Fest, October, uh, yes. whatever it is. There's some sort of Horror Fest thing going on. It might be on there. For pence. It, it, it um, is like five yeah. uh, for £4.59. I've just looked at it. Price of, a, price of a burger. There you go. That's yeah. a price, price of a burger. You, you can get the crap to get out of you. So, um, yeah, it's it's very unnerving. It's not it's not a sort of... I don't remember many... If any jump scares other than the stupid monsters, no, it, that's it's what creeping up on me. But um, it's more of an unsettling, unsettling yeah, uh, unnerving experience rather than like always oh, a jump scary five seconds. Haha, <laughs> have fun. Um, you know, I'm not, it's not like it's not like FNAF um, security breach, um, where it just literally hates you and jump scares you every single second of the gameplay. So, um, yeah, it's a very good game. It's very, it's a very good uh, horror experience, uh, similar to Layers of Fear, where it's um, builds up the atmosphere and the tension. So it's it's among those lines. It's actually made by the guys that made it. Actually made it, uh, Mesia, a Dark Descent, the same, it's the same oh. developers. Um, okay. So they, they um, also uh, um, they they returned for Amnesia Rebirth, which is uh, something I want to play in the future. But uh, if you like Soma, check out the Amnesia games. Yeah, that's what I had to that. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm glad someone mentioned. I I thought I'd recognise the name and I couldn't get there yeah. quick enough. So yeah. I'm glad someone remembered. Yes, it was it was that right, Amnesia, um, which again is I think he's on Game Pass as well. So it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you it go. Just you come got, on Game Pass this month. So this yeah, last week in fact. You got straight away. You got what two for one now, um, or three for one if you count the um, rebirth as well. Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, Beth, yes. did you've done this one as well, Soma? Soma? Uh, no, I've been too scared to play it. <laughs> been too scared, but I, 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 it looks like a very scary game. Oh, um, it is, and and that's what I was just yeah. picking up from what uh, Freddie was saying about it not having too many jump scares. But it's that it's that constant fear. It, it is well, it is psychological horror, so that makes sense. Um, that it's it's just that constant fear of not knowing when something's going to happen, and then nothing yeah. does, and then and then it and then it does happen it's yeah. it's just as you settle and you think oh okay nothing's happened oh and then it catches you it's like damn it I've got to run run hide or try not to run not to make too much noise and it's like oh I'm from trying to throw things around um, yeah. yeah it's just it's so good it's just I, I thought the story of it was so good it was so very well thought through um, in terms of its pacing and stuff but um, yeah, mm-hmm. um, that was my 
that's one of my games I thought about talking about. Does anyone else want to have a quick go <laughs> talking about uh, other games before we yeah. go around in a circle? Oh, go on, Beth. Go on, you, no, you want to? You well, you, you got so it before me, so go on, you go. <laughs> oh, that's not true. But um, basically, well, it's kind of like a segue because you just mentioned it. Um, Layers of Fear. Now, um, this was. I was one day, I was like, you know, I want to play a horror game. And, you know, I went out and I just bought uh, Layers of Fear and the DLC. I haven't actually played the DLC yet, but I, I would like to. Um, and I can't remember if I streamed it or not. I, I can't actually remember. Um, but anyway, so Layers of Fear is um, a horror game. It's a psych- psychedelic horror game that keeps you on edge like it's constantly it's like you're saying the atmosphere is very well built in layers of fear so the i don't remember fully about it but i I remember um i think you're a painter and you're trying to paint a, a, a painting as painters you know paint paintings and i think you start to go a bit crazy Yeah, yeah. Doolally, that's the word I was looking for. Doolally. <laughs> and um, basically, you venture through the house and various things keep happening to you. This game, because before I played Layers of Fear, I wasn't really... I hadn't played many horror games before that. That was like the first... Well, that's not true. I played Outlast and stuff. But this is like the first horror game that I sat down and played all the way through and... It really was a really unique experience where um, every, like every move you make, <laughs> every song, breath isn't it? you yeah, take, yeah. Um, yeah, every move, like every move of the camera, it can change your surroundings. So just say you're walking down this corridor and you get to a door, right? You'll turn around, and it won't be a hallway anymore. It'll be like a wall there, and you'll have to turn around again and the door will be open or something like that. And I just thought that was really well done. And I, I'm sure that there's other games that do it. But that's Not the really. first... Oh, really? Okay. Just, no, so that's probably why... Was, was one of the first to do that. Yeah, so that's probably why that means quite a uh, lot well, to me with this game. Yeah. Because it done that so well of, like, it changed everything. Um... There was, it was just really well built. There was this one bit I remember where it kind of turned into PT where you'd go through and it would just be the same thing. And you had to try and figure out what way to go. Yes. And, yeah. and then it changes, which I thought was really well done. There's a lot of things well done in this game. I can't remember them all uh, because it was a while since I played it, but um, it is a very, it is a very well made game. Just to clarify, it's a, I'd say it's a puzzle, single player, there's puzzles in it. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> That's good that I can't remember half of it. But there are like puzzles and stuff in it. And, you know, it's just, it was my first ever horror experience. And it was a good one, I think. I think that was a really good one to, you know, really dive myself into and play. I would really like, has anyone played the DLC? Yes. Or, yes, you have. Okay. I haven't yet. No, I haven't played it yet. Okay, so Mr. Steve, I noticed we have without spoilers. 
what did you think of the DLC? Is it worth playing? Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. No, don't spoil it, whereas I will. The first, the first, in the, the first game, its DLC yeah. was, was as good as the first game. Okay. Second game, like, as in number two, so it's not... We don't talk about that. We, we don't talk about that. It, <laughs> should, okay, yeah. It's was, nothing... Okay, a, the first, a little the bit first, of a rant. Yeah, go on. A rant. Go for it. Here we go. Layers of Fear 2 is nothing like the first one. What were they thinking? It's what? like, <laughs> it's like what they, they had a perfect formula, right, with the first one. Why didn't they just do something like the first one, but they just, they, they messed it up so badly. Because but anyway. Horror tropes. Horror, horror tropes. I think the problem is they put all of their effort into the into the DLC for the first game, as, as to where the story should have yeah. gone. The yeah. story, the, the second one should have been what the DLC was, and just then yeah. just made it a much bigger expansion on that. They should have just expanded on that and said, "Look, this is because okay, for the sake of the DLC, it's the story. The story is told from the perspective of the daughter." Right. Yeah, I've seen and, like. I've seen little bits of gameplay of it, but I haven't like dived myself in and played it full, right. full th- through fully. <laughs> so um, yeah, it, it seems I want to play it. Yeah, I, I, look, if you played the first one, DLC is worth worth getting, and that's where you should stop. Don't don't go and don't go be like the second one's okay, but they they try to like, again. It is like what Freddy said. It's all just horror trope. So yeah, they're just doing it for the sake of like uh, clout, and it's that's it. It's um, the only reason they they cash done and, it. cash and grab, as they, yeah. as they say. Yeah. Um, cash and grab. They 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 was onto something good. They knew they was on something good, so they was like, well, we can push it. Push. Let's push the uh, push this out a little bit further. That's and, why I'm so annoyed that they. Yes, I'm so. The first one is so amazing. You can't. Well, when you've got something that good, you can't really expand. You can't. You can't top that. You if it it was. They were very fortunate to have gone um, with it with that and and they they managed to create something really well done. Yeah. And unfortunately, they they, that was it. They've put all of their like. Effort into that one game. Well, with the exception of maybe the DLC, but I guess that was just a overflow yeah. of ideas that they had, and it was like, well, we can't pull it all in one game. Let's do a DLC. Um, but again, you know, like I said, I think the DLC should have just been the sequel, and it would have worked out. But then, uh, you know? are you stretching it out too far? That's the question. I'm, I'm supposing now. I'm thinking about it. Um, would they was? Would it have been too thin? Probably. So yeah, DLC was worth it. Second one, no, not so worth it. But yeah, they just put everything all into one game, and it's like the same as it's the same as any any sequel would always can. Not every sequel is always as good as the original, and it never will be That's as true. good as the original. It's so. like movies, isn't it? Like yeah. the sequels aren't always yeah, it's, it's as very good f- as the first. Yeah, there's very few and far between movies that come out with a really good sequel that matches the first game, uh, for, or first film, or the first game. Yeah, very true. Did you know a little fact? I was just um, reading up on Layers of Fear, and apparently every year around Halloween, an event unlocks in the basement. That's very cool. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's really cool. I don't know if it's the same thing every time or whatever, but I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, maybe so, worth going into. 
So what do you think to um, the layers of fears then just coming out in February, March next year? Oh, Wait, what the, layers? Of, oh, the new one. That, I'm, I'm excited. It ties, it ties up the first and second one. I hope. I'm, I hope. I hope that they've gone back to their roots and they've, you know, I, I just hope they've gone back to their roots and you know, yeah. they've done something. Even if it's not as good as the first one, they need to go back to the roots because that's what made it so unique. You know. Well, the trailer looks creepy as all hell. And, yeah, the uh, the trailer looks amazing. I'm excited to see the visuals because it's going to be Unreal Engine 5 yeah, and all of its glory. Um, Indeed. So, yeah, definitely one to add to your wish list on Steam. I already yeah. did. Enjoyed the, if, you, if, you, <laughs> if you enjoyed the first one uh, and I was hoping for a better second one, then uh, layers, layers of Fears is 100% probably one of my most anticipated horror games to hack my pants. Now, obviously, I played, the, I played Layers of Fear as well. Uh, I've got about three quarters of the way through the first game and I couldn't play it anymore. I was literally fed up of getting my um, art jumping out of my face um, because of how good the jump scares got me. As it, yeah. it, it's, uh, there was one particular one that got me really bad. I was live streaming this. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I was, I was in, where are you going to the room and there's that big fire, a fireplace, and you're looking at the, you're looking at the picture above it and it, it, oh. it, you look okay. at the picture and then you hear some noise behind you and then you, yeah. I turned the camera around and there's just all these books floating there that sort of flew at you. Yeah. It got me so bad, I literally, literally fell out of my bloody it, chair. Yeah. It's so <laughs> well done. Like, yeah, yeah. there's just moments like that. It's just absolutely. Yeah. Get there's you. so, so many you, good moments like that in it. So. It, it literally come out amazing. of nowhere. That's the, that is the art of a good jump scare. Lots of tension, lots of build up, and the payoff is out of the okay, out of nowhere. And. Um, they did get a little bit too many jump scares towards the after the halfway point. It got a bit like there's a jump scare coming. Oh, there's a jump scare. You know, they did get a little bit on the old nose towards the, uh, past the point I was playing at. But yeah. I'm hoping that was just a section of the game I was in at that point in time. Um, mm-hmm. Again, one of these things. I start the game. I never go back to it. I need to go finish it. So I'm hoping to finish it. But yeah, um, it's definitely one. It's definitely one of the despite the lackluster and terrible sequel. Um, it's the sequel had its moments. There was some good stuff in the sequel, but marred by terrible game design. Like, in, and the bad guy was just, oh look, this thing's going to chase you. Oh great! Oh, it's going to instantly kill you. Oh brilliant! Um, can we, and on oh, the restart, oh, it's going to be ten minutes later. Oh great! So it was, it's very punishing. A very punishing save system and a very annoying, tedious enemy. Um, I'm guessing they were taking. Um, notes from EA on their game design <laughs> and how not to make a video game. Um, yeah. But yeah, la- la- layers, Layer of Fear, fear is, is brilliant. Layers of Fear looks to be one of the comeback titles mm. of, um, of the series. So. I, just, I really I, hope so. It's, it's funny. I just, I just thought about it just now and um, as she was talking. Um, it's interestingly, I've played all of the Layers of Fear content like all of uh, the, the DLC and everything every time we talk about it I can only remember the first game I remember nothing yeah. from the second game and that's that's. Well, I think that says a lot about what the second game is really compared to the yeah, first the, you know the first out. game yeah you just <laughs> your mind blocks out all the, all you the forgot stuff. it you're like screw this I, I'm not I, remembering I, this something's Spanish. telling me I think it's based on the ship I don't know I, there's a playground I, think I remember 
I remember yeah. there's a ship. Yeah, there's a That's ship. That's it. That's all I remember from it. But in this one, it's easy to go like, okay, there's it. It's in the mansion. You're going upstairs, you go downstairs, you go left. Because even at, like the DLC goes back to that again, just so you understood. Not to, oh. not, again, it's not spoilers. It's like you, you already know oh, that no. anyway. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, I, can, I yeah. can't remember anything from the, from the second game. And, you know, that's more recent than the first. So what does that tell you? But yeah. <laughs> well done, Beth. Play the first one. Oh, oh <laughs> thank you. Why are you thanking me? Good. It's a good choice. <laughs> oh, thank you. That means a lot, Mr. Steve. That means a lot. <laughs> uh, from Mr. Steve. Thank you. I've been accepted. <laughs> I've made it. I'm the chosen one. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, Freddie, you got anything you want to Yeah, I've got, a, I've, got uh, I've got a couple of games to talk about. But I'll, I'll start off with... Uh, I've mentioned this in the, in the Bits and Pieces podcast previously, I think, in passing. I don't know. I actually can't remember if I've done a review on it or not, but um, I'm going to go with uh, one of my horror favourites um, in terms of uh, just pure, vast content. And I still have yet to sort of dive into it like properly. I've got a couple of minutes. What are you talking about, Freddy? Well, I'm talking about the video game, visual novel horror game called The Letter, uh, which you've probably heard me mention a couple of times on, on the Bits and Pieces podcast. Now, um, this game is... Uh, this is where my fear of the ring bitch comes from, because this, this game introduced me to the concept of the black haired, long haired, evil walking uh, cow. That is, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know her name from the Japanese horror film, but uh, this, this is like uh, this character is sort of based on that. And that's the main antagonist of the, of this uh, game. Now what's the game about? Well, what's obvious is about a letter. Um, this haunted letter, um, has basically it's the old uh, it's like the VHS tape you got to show it to somebody uh, or or sort of idea you show it to someone and then they they you pass it on and then you don't die but however it's the first five people to read this letter die uh, horrible deaths within seven days of of reading the letter or in this case whoever sees the letter because it's more than five people see this letter in this game it's and. Like uh, like when they see the movie, like the video, yeah. and they yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how the game begins? You you play a character called. Oh, you start off as a character called Isabella Santos. Uh, I will point out that this game is uh, mostly is really ninety percent voice acted, um, and there is some um, phenomenal voice acting work um, done by the stellar cast that sit in it. You probably won't recognise some of these names, but in the voice acting world, you might know who they are. Uh, you've got Ezzy uh, Lovelock, uh, Anthony Saradina, uh, Amber Lee Connors, Amelie, um, Howard Wang, Curtis Arnott. They all voice the main characters in this show. The game's um, 2017, and it's made by Yang Mobile. An actual mobile company made this uh, for the PC when it first originally um, came to light. Um, the game is roughly about 200 hours in length uh, to get all of the endings and all of the paths. It has a multi-path story um, where basically you, whatever decision you make, is there's about five or six ways your character can go per scene um, with every story that you have. So there's a massive, massive branching paths. This makes um, Detroit Become Human look like kids play. Honestly, it's it's so in-depth. Now, there are some caveats with this multi multi ending 
um, game is that some of the endings are very similar. Uh, there's some like just like depends if you've got alive and who you've got dead. Now, now in the interests of uh, the, like like to become human, um, if you get one of your characters killed, the story continues until you have mm-hmm. no characters left, um, which is extremely hard to do to keep them all alive. Um, basically, there's not just the letter to worry about; there's other factors in play and other dangers uh, from other people, really, um, that you have to contend with, and people, um, and there's, there's loads of uh, hidden, there's loads of like, secondary story bits that are quite interesting. The, the, the characters are very well fleshed out. You can't, you find out who these characters are. Um, so the main character in this, I've got to sidetrack a little bit, is Isabella Santos is the main protagonist you start off with, um, and if you get a killed, it moves on to the second protagonist, uh, which is uh, Hannah Wright, uh, one of the characters, and then you've got uh, Zachary Steele, Marianne Mar- McCullough, who's a Scot- who's the Scottish lady, has a really really cool voice. Uh, the lady, the voices has actually done tons of stuff after this. Probably one of the most famous voice actors out of the group. Go on and do um, other things. I did have her IMDb page loaded up, but I've closed it. Um, hang on, just to give you an example of what she's done. Um, she's been in um, Remothered Broken Porcelain, uh, Meta Runner, One Dreamer, Cyber Threat. Okay, maybe not that many games. I thought she was in more than that. Her voice sounds very familiar, though, so maybe she's got lots of uncredited roles. But um, she, she's really good in it. Like They're all really good, but her performance in particular really sells the fear in the characters. And, a lot, and most of these voice actors are really good at selling the fear. Because obviously it's based on still images, sound effects, sound design, and it does a really good way, a really good job of building the tension between each scene. Um, now, I will, I will just give a slight, slight spoiler here to the, the first scene that I died in. Um, was that there was uh, Isabella Santos is a reporter. She's like an estate agent. Um, the, the whole the whole premise is you've got to sell this spooky mansion, and in this spooky mansion, she comes across a letter. Um, and that uh, initial event is where you go up to the, the attic and you pick the letter up, and you hear that uh, uh, behind you, and the camera slowly pans across, and all you see is these two bloody feet, blooded feet that sit in there. And then it cuts back to your character and she's like bricking it. And then it pans and she turns around and the camera pans around and it slowly pans up. And you see this horrific looking ring bitch standing there, all couture. Uh, I, was like, I was like, nope, no, I instantly quit the game. Like when I first played it, I was like, hell no. And I was like, exited it immediately because I absolutely, I have, anyone that knows, knows me by now knows that I have a very distinct fear of the. The horrible ring lady. Um, if I see people uh, dressed up as her in the street, like Halloween and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I'm going complete opposite way. <laughs> Not going near that. Um, never in a million years. That's fine. Um, if anyone trickle treats on my front door and it was dressed as that, it's just an immediate shut the front door. <laughs> not, not even, not even door. just that. Yeah, get out of it. Hose pipe through the letter box. You're gone, demon. You know. Um, but yeah, I absolutely hate it. So this this game sells sells her very well, like the, the terror, in the the through sound effects alone, which you know it's it's quite a feat in a in a still picture game to sell fear through the screen just from a couple of CGs and still images. And yeah, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with, with the whole visual novel stuff. Camp. So a lot of people are turned off by the fact that it's um, very uh, story driven, narrative driven, lots of waffling to sit through. If you're not a very like, story patient person. You'll find yourself going skip, skip, 
skip, skip, next bit, skip, skip. Where's it? Is it over yet? Skip. And you'll 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 be your hand will be dead before you even get through the first chapter for pressing the skip button. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much dialogue. Um, it's honestly it's a, it's a marvel to voice actors um, worldwide how good this is. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't um, doesn't deserve to be this good. Like the game is so well done in terms of the graphics, the sound design, the music, the score, the unsettling things that happen, and um, the other one of the most unsettling things is how your characters die. Ooh. Now I'm not going to spoil it too much, but um, if you're <laughs> if you want to get them killed, you will get them killed. Like there, there is plenty of opportunities to pick the wrong decision. There's a, a, sometimes it, the game will give you a lifeline and say, "Are you sure you want to do this?" <laughs> right? Because it, it, sometimes because like, get the, get the complete story, all the characters have to live to get the whole background as to why who and what when is happening and why it's happening um it's all it's all tied to this mansion and the characters called the Wrights, who you play as you play as one of the players hannah Wright, who's the who's it's basically her ancestors it's all tied the letter is all tied to her slight spoiler but you have to play the game so long to get to find it out (laughs) you're literally right at the end so um there's and there's a whole thing revolves around her and her her fella who you also play as who's He's probably the highlight of the of the whole the whole thing is uh, is um Luke Wright is so funny. He's such a rich twat, <laughs> but he's so funny. Uh you got the you got the the heart of the group is uh Zach, Zachary Steele, his character name is. Um and anyone if you like like animation, anime, uh you you got you, it is a bit tropey. You've got the bright one, you've got the ditzy one, you've got the you've got the heartwarming, you know shoulder the the, the sort of heart of the group you've got the stern one you've got the scaredy cat you know and you've got um you know the tough guy who's is uh played by is a cop you know is and is he his sections are actually really good because you have to investigate people and investigate scenes because you go to these scenes after things have happened and if your character if their character in said scene has died you have to investigate their body and uh, and their surroundings and how you have to work out how they died, even though you know how they died because you watched it happen. But you've got to, you've got to look for all the because disgusting clues, disgusting, um, disgusting clues <laughs> uh, in the in the in the in the in the game. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's usually on sale for most most of the time. Uh, and I I would pick it up on a sale. Is it worth full price? Only if you're into visual novels. Like if you if you if you if you're brand new to visual novel horror, uh, I would recommend picking this up on the sale because the game is massive. It is a massive time consumption and it's a it's a massive ask of someone. So even to start that, a basic playthrough, uh, and even pressing the skip button, even with an auto clicker, right, you're looking at least thirty hours, like for just to get one ending, and that's if you get everybody killed, and that's the quickest way to do it. Um, so you're still looking at like 30 hours plus um, but if you're skipping all the dialogue skipping all the all the stuff in between skipping all the scenes and just literally want to get how do they die you're looking at you, you could do the speed run in about 5-6 hours um, if you I don't see the point of that you know you might as well just watch a YouTube video if, you could, yeah. if you're going to do that just watch it um, <laughs> but yeah it's a highly recommended one of my one of my all time favourite horror uh, games uh, not, not just because of the whole um, like how in depth the game is and how in depth the character development is, 
and how good the voice acting is, the score, the artwork, the whole shebang. It's just, it's a whole package. Like it's, it, you don't expect much from this sort of, from a visual novel, never mind a horror visual novel, because usually they're only about an hour long. Where you read it, you're the protagonist, you say hello, you, you walk into a room, you die, end game. You know, that's, that's pretty much what happens in visual novels. You usually always die. Uh, or you run, or you win. Like you go, you 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 escape the bad guy, and you jet off into the sunset. All happy dairy, happy happy days. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much like every. I just described every bad visual novel game out there. Um, but um, yeah, it's definitely definitely worth adding to your collection. Um, and if you have, if you're looking for an in-depth, long long-term game with plenty of uh, spice and choice, uh, this game's for you. Yes, I picked it. I picked this up when it came out, but like you with um, Layers of Fear, I never fully got through it all. And I think mm. <laughs> I got to. I I think to, well, I got to the point of um, no, if that I'm out <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that first reveal. Um, <laughs> right at the start, I was like, no, 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 I can't. And yes, it is very dialogue heavy, but um, and I, I must go, it's like one of those things where I think uh, with you, what you were saying about going back to a game, you just, you know, you want to go back to it because you want to find out how it completes. But I just want to, I got to get past that initial, <laughs> that initial sort of scare, I think. Um, and because it's a visual it's so novel. Many, because it's a visual novel, you don't expect it as much. But like, oh shit! <laughs> Look at those bloody feet. Wait, what? The, the, the mini games are the mini games are the worst with with the ring bitch in it. Yeah, trying yeah. to trying to survive the ring bitch in the mini games that you don't expect to happen whatsoever. <laughs> and yeah. uh, some of them, some of them will actually lead to your character dying, mm. uh, and some of them won't. Some of them you'll get the generic game over screen. Um. Was just happen. You do get uh, you do get like false paths, so to speak. But um, the the ones that um, tell you to save first usually mean it's important. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. they don't let you save. Rather, it doesn't let you save. So you go press save. Right, you go to press F. Save, save, save. Quick save. Can't do that now. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, dead cells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh but that's that's my sort of uh, first initial like take on it. Yes, it is good. Yes, there is a lot of dialogue, but it's um um I just couldn't get past. Well, I couldn't get past that that first initial re- reveal. I was like, nope, 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 <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 go back. I'm out. I'm, out. I'm <laughs> done. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Hate that. Hate that character so much. <laughs> it's, so, it's, oh. it is horrible. Oh, no, no, thank you. No. Please, no, thank you. <laughs> wait a check please I'm done <laughs> alright um, did you want to talk about is there any other games that you want to talk about actually I've got a couple of games I did want to talk about which I never mentioned well sort of. I do I have a, I have um, one other game and then a couple of movies so I don't know um, yeah we can uh, go to we can go to movies afterwards um, if yeah, we get, get yeah, yeah. down to games but I just wanted before we do go into other games I just want to hand it over to Bacon if he's got anything he any game that you wanted to uh, add Bacon Frey has so uh, many I've got oh. so many I play horror games out the wazoo um, <laughs> I know I know, you know fully, fully enough whilst you were talking it, it occurred to me that I have actually played and finished horror game 
Oh. Oh, this is big. This is how long ago it was. I've just looked it up. That's what she's <laughs> 29. Oh. I'm curious what it is. It was actually it was a really good game called uh, Nocturne. Nocturne. Published by uh, Terminal Reality. Sorry, developed by Terminal Reality. And published by uh, Play 2. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, an action-adventure survival horror set in the late 1920s, early 1930s. And you basically play as this guy called The Stranger. Um, mm-hmm. He was part of this, um, this American government secret organization that's called Spook House, which was, you know, fictionally set up by uh, President Roosevelt um, to fight monsters. So, yeah, cro- bit of a crowbar plot there. Um, and it's, I didn't, it didn't seem this short, but there is, looking, having looked at it, there is only actually four missions that you do. Oh. Um, and it's, it's got this weird kind of like, it's, it's almost an isometric viewpoint. Um, and you've got to go in and you've got to investigate these villages and these uh, like spooky locations, fight werewolves, vampires, um, stop vampires from getting this, um, does it say it's a jewel or something? Um, it's a relic. Um, so yeah, stop the vampires from getting this relic that basically makes them fully immune, so they end up with no weaknesses. Um, there's not a lot I actually remember about it other than that. I do remember playing it um, way back when, and it was absolutely fantastic. But you must have not actually, got scared by it. Um, there, there were a few jump scares, but it's usually, um, with it being an isometric view, it's, you don't feel as involved. So That's jump true. scares aren't, aren't quite as bad. But it was usually things like you'd, you'd go into a room and then all of a sudden, whether it was on purpose or a glitch, I don't know, but this thing would just appear right in front of you. Um, usually a werewolf for me, for some reason. Werewolf? <laughs> yeah, werewolf. Werewolf? <laughs> uh, yeah. Werewolf? I have, so there you go. I have actually played a horror game. That is incredible. But no, I mean, any games that usually jump scare me... Um, to be honest, the, the most recent that I can think of, other than anything that I play with you guys, is probably the Orange Box, Half Life. Uh, mainly what because happened? I absolutely despise head crabs. Yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. Th- this is I precisely mean... why, as much as I love VR, I have never played Half Life, Alex. Mm. Yeah. Would terrify. I would love to play that. I- I'd love to play it. I just know that I can't. <laughs> things would... will get broken. I would argue. I would argue Half Life is more horror than it is sci-fi. Mm. I mean, I mean, it is based on the body horror stuff that happens to these characters when they get possessed. By the yeah, stuff. it's pretty freaky. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Half Life is one of those. It's got, you know, despite it being having horror elements, it's, it is one of those games that's very close to my heart. You know, I, I was. I say I kind of grew up playing it because I was playing it when I was massively like. We're talking like every single day with friends mm. playing games all the time. Uh, when I was at, uh, I was at college. We used to have land parties. I think I've talked about this before. Yes, yeah. Like four, yeah, four of us would go around, set it up, and then have crowbar fights. <laughs> uh, but I am actually, in uh, fact, on on Half Life episode two, I am still stuck in that same location that I've I have previously mentioned. <laughs> uh, have you not played it since? I, there's no point. Because if I load, well, unless I start again, because if I load up that save. Oh, why I'm are you on, stuck? I'm stuck because I jump scare easily. 
And when I have weapons in game and I jump scare, ammo gets oh, emptied very quickly. Oh, so you have no ammo. <laughs> I've got eight shots and a crowbar. <laughs> and on the top of a roof with these, I can't remember what they're called in the second one, but the ones that run up the side of buildings. Oh, I know what you mean, but I can't yeah. think what they're called. And I'm right on there. I've got, there's about 20 of these things coming for me. And that's it. I, and I, I just can't get past it. So the only way for yeah. me to do it is to start again. And I'm just like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> cheat, engine, cheat engine is your friend. Infinite, infinite ammo. Infinite ammo. Just to get just to get out of that section, and then turn off, and then play the game. Yeah, the thing is, if I know that it's there and I can use it, it's like God mode, you know. Yeah. Then you get to finish the game. Then you get to finish the game. I did used to use that <laughs> the consoles for a, for a game. I can't remember what it was. Cheat engine. Um, I don't know if it, I think I don't know if it was like an inbuilt thing with you know a lot of games used to have where you could yeah you get bring the code. console down just type the code yeah. in yeah yeah um, it might have been Quake or something I remember but yeah oh. if I felt like playing a game and I didn't really feel like the challenge I just wanted to shoot things well they used to have unlockable cheat codes in game imagine that uh, yeah. There <laughs> oh. Those are the days. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, right, right. Yeah, on the hold down, start, select, <laughs> and the menu. It's yeah. L, R, L, R, B, A, B, A, Y, X, Y, X, down, yeah. left, down, left, up, down, button, button. And which you could only yeah. find in, in like play, PlayStation magazines. magazines. Yeah. In the magazines, yeah. yeah. Look for the straight to the cheat section. Do I have this game? Yes, right, I'm buying that. <laughs> and then you get to the twit. You get to the 29th one out of like the 30 and you get it wrong, you have to start again. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I missed the string up. I've got to do it again. Right. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, of course you don't. Uh, uh, you, you missed out, Beth. You missed out. I you have. I missed easy. out. I missed out. And and all the glory days of gaming. Yeah. <laughs> We used to have buy magazines for tips, tricks, and cheats. Yeah. Uh, now you just got to listen to this podcast or Google it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't listen to this. Yeah, listen to this podcast. Yeah, no. Wait, where was you going with that? <laughs> that was I don't. Like, oh, that's, 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 yeah. that's why I stopped. And I was what? like, okay, that's not what. That's Come into my office, Biff. You're fired. <laughs> oh no! Just as you got approval. Uh, yeah, I know. I, know. I gave you approval at the start, and then all of a sudden you like. I messed it up straight away. Blew it. Damn not it. even the Blew not it. even the wig or the finger. It's a straight boot up the arse. <laughs> like, oh, like, uh, oh, you're out of here. Never give me a notice when she took you're holidays. Right. So you know. <laughs> just, just wait. Hey, I told you. See I you told later. you. I told you, Mr. Steve. I, I told you the. A day after holiday. Before, I mean, <laughs> a day I, before. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> I do recall. Oh. But that's a good shout. That's a good shout, actually. Uh, bacon on the um, orange box. Actually, I did. I had that, and that was good. That was good fun. That was good. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good. I, it's good I, stuff. I love. I love Half Life just because I've said this before. When we mentioned it previously. Previously, is it has my surname in the game. So when when the character addresses, ah, Mister Freeman, Freeman, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's me, that's me, that's me. Yeah. It's oh like, my god, it's brilliant. And I used, to, I, I absolutely, and I used to like, I used to play it on. I used to, I used to have a thing that used to play it, uh, the sound clip on my computer. So when when my dad used to come in 
Um, he used to walk in and I used to play the sound clip and go, oh, Mr. Freeman, what do you want? It was really surreal. Back, that's what I used to think. A oh, game's named after me. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> back in then, that's before the days of Fall, uh, Fallout 4 where you could call yourself Ask Titman and the game would say it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's... Um, I remember those days. Those are the days. It's fun. Fun. Um, still, still waiting on number three. Hopefully we'll get one. <laughs> Maybe in twenty, maybe in thirty, thirty-three, we might get. We oh, might no. get yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Waiting on it. Maybe has anyone heard the back. song? There's this really catchy song on YouTube. No. And okay, I'll find Half-life it. Song. It sing, it. Yeah. sing it. Sing it. Sing it. I don't know the lyrics. I'll find it. I'll find it, and I'll make it get stuck in all your heads, and you won't be able to forget it. Not to the tune of Baby Shark, is it? Oh God, no! Oh, oh no, 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 no! Beth, you will get fired. So, baby shark. <laughs> so, if anyone's <laughs> listening out there right now, we do have an opening for a, a new host, <laughs> uh, a, a, a baby shark impersonator. I found it. I'll put it in the Discord so you can all listen to it later. Perfect. We'll put it. In, we'll put it in the bits and pieces Discord. Um, well, okay. Yeah. Um, so, Beth, did you say you did you mention like uh, another game that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So I. Go on. No, I was just going to say just to keep uh, up to date on on. Oh, I've heard that song. Um, yeah. So we are basically just doing a Halloween special. This is probably more uh, focused around the horror side of things although not necessarily that but yeah we're trying to keep it sort of more Halloween-esque horror for us horror not for bacon yeah basically <laughs> um, so yeah and, and just for the fact that there's quite a um, limited um, news as well so we're just sort of filling for news but also we have, do actually have some um, other stuff to talk about but yeah Beth please take take it away on your next okay uh, um, okay next. so um I don't know if anyone else has played this. I, I presume, I hope you have. So I'm sure I have. Ni- oh, yes, I think you have. Uh, Little Nightmares. Um, so yes. Little Ni- yeah, okay. Uh, so Little Nightmares is it's kind of it reminds me of uh, the the game Inside, where it's kind of like mm. uh, I don't know what you'll call that view. Like what? It's like, like side scroller, isn't it? Side scroller. Yes, yeah. 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 And Back it's kind of, <laughs> and it's kind of this surreal world where you play as six, six number six S I X. Okay. What you say? Sorry. What? Six. <laughs> <laughs> so you play as six. <laughs> it's making it worse. Um, so you. Six wears this little cute. The number um, after five, yeah. That's what clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, six wears this little um, raincoat, yellow raincoat. So you you can't you can't lose her. You can't not see her. It's like spot her. And you're going through this world of where you're hungry and you're looking for your next meal, and you go through. Uh, you know, there's this bit where you go through this boat and there's lots of big guys, big, uh, <laughs> big 
<laughs> scary guys and maybe women. I don't know. And yeah, they're, they're all, just yeah. okay. Yeah, and they're just scoffing their faces with lots of food and like us meat. little yeah meat. And little six is trying to get um you know like not get eaten because they they seem to want to eat everything. And six is just you know trying to find next food. You meet a vera. You meet a few characters. I can't remember all the characters, but I think there's this one guy. I think this is in this one, but there's this one guy with a blindfold. Is that this one or is that yeah. a different one? No, that's this one. Is it this yeah. one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this the guy with the blindfold, and he's trying to like he can't see you because he's obviously got a blindfold on, and he's and you know you have to avoid his hands because they're like big long arm hands. It's oh, really. That- like, yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like really terrifying, you know. Because this isn't, it's not. This is not like a jump scare kind of one. This is just creepy visual, um, surreal, you know. Maybe. Yeah, and it's just it, it's one of the creepier ones. Um, there's this one bit where you are like running through this ventilation, and the guy's trying to get you, and he's like, oh, he's like. And he's like, his hands are coming through and they're like chasing you. They make some really weird noise, noises. And, um, yeah, so fish, the janitor is that? Yeah, I think that's who he is. Yeah, like, let's double check who it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, Roger, Roger the janitor, the unscariest name. Oh, it's Roger. I don't know they had names. Yeah, it's called Roger. Mm, (laughs) Roger, Roger, yeah, Roger, 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 yeah, um. So yeah, so it's not like jump scary galore like for example Layers of Fear or uh, the other games we've mentioned. This is just more uh psychological, would you say? Kind of psychological atmosphere. It leaves a lot to interpretation. Yeah, like imagination. So it's, it's all yeah. very like situational and circumstantial and leaves a lot for the, your brain to go put two and two together to think, oh crap. Um, yeah. So it makes it, it makes it worse. Like it makes it worse once you realise what's going on. Yeah, and this game does have DLC, which I haven't played before. Um, but I, I don't know if it's any good or whatnot. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's good. And there's also Little Nightmares Two. I haven't played that one either, but I have seen positive yeah, like repositive reviews about that, and uh, oh, actually, I think I watched a playthrough on YouTube, and uh, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly, I can't, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and very um, good. very good. Yeah, it's, but it's, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say it's uh, it's like number one, but dialed up to eleven. Okay, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. more of the same, but a lot more expanded upon, and very, yeah. uh, very creepy. Yeah. Elements. More so. Sorry, I'll shut yeah. up. Keep it up yeah, yeah, shh, shh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I've made enough trouble this podcast, so, <laughs> you know, you might not see me next week. Um, so, yeah, yeah I just think... This... where your screen is, just be R-A-P. Yeah, like, <laughs> where's, where's pizza going? <laughs> and then there'll be a little cut out of Steve's boot just in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, but, <don't> yeah. <laughs> but yeah... <laughs> I got the wiggle. I missed the wiggle. (laughs) 
I wasn't looking at the screen, so I didn't see the wig. Um, but yes. Uh, so, Little Nightmares, great game. Recommend it. Um, I enjoyed it, and it seems everyone else except Bacon enjoyed it. So, I recommend it. Thank you. Yeah, I was just, Anyone else want to add on that? Yeah, I was just going to say, actually, um, just to um, revert back to what we were saying about sequels, I think this is an exception to the rule. Uh, yeah, that's you a know, good point. Yeah. Um, when we were saying about Very how sequels don't, sequels don't always live up to the uh, predecessors, I think in this case it probably does. Um, yeah. Yes, that is the first game that introduced us to six um and i think the dlc i've played it i think um, i think freddie you've done all of that dlc yeah, as I've well completed, i've completed all of it yeah, and yeah. there is a, there's there's lore as well isn't there isn't there um, yeah some stories yeah, there's actual it. books and stuff yeah really yeah there's, there's actual there's gonna be a, there's that. gonna be a, there's gonna be a tv show as well at some point yeah. animated tv show Ooh, on horizon okay. um, they are very i can't good. I can't remember. It's, it's the second one. Is the second one a prequel to the first one, or was it it's, after the first it's one? It's a direct. I think it's a direct sequel. So it's uh, after the first yeah. one, right? Because yeah, okay. you a bit on the. I think it's... you meet. Um, I think the stories. I think this the DLC plays directly um, in in sync. I think they're the, they're the two characters because there's there's a, a in the DLC. I think it's a. I think six is a girl. And there's a boy, but he is actually moving through the same area or similar along. Like he's a, just ahead of her, isn't he? He's just ahead of her, the, yeah. He's yeah, literally, he's, her, yeah. he's the reason why she finds some items to help her climb out of like, yeah. rooms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. he'll leave something behind. And then you yeah. you realise that in the DLC. So that's very cleverly written Yeah. Um, as far as um, uh, the writing is concerned. It's very cleverly done. It's like they they consciously thought about it prior to release, which is, you know, something that um, I think again, Layers of Fear had that same sort of fear thing where they they wanted to do something with it, but they couldn't think where, so they did DLC. This is the same kind of thing where they've done the DLC based on the first game because of um, what the ideas that they seem to have had. I don't know if that's generally how they went about it, but that's how it how I'm uh, interpreting it in some ways, at least. Um, but yeah, the whole the whole the whole package is really good. Um, I'd love to go back. Did you, to it, did you complete the second one? I didn't. I didn't complete it, and I want to go back to it. I just it's one of those situations where something else came along that distracted me. I, I'm sure I've got ADHD or something. I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I am very much. I, I generally do think that I've got something like that. No, we're just addicted to buying games. Oh, like, yeah. new games That's everyone. Yeah, Everyone's just, like that. Just, yeah, Seriously, like you see down, a new yeah. game and you're like, everyone gets bored of the games. Everyone's like, oh, I want to buy oh, that no, but and play it. I, I can actually find myself playing playing from start to finish a, a game and then the sequel come out. I'll go, this is very good. I like it. Yeah, I literally get about three quarters away, halfway through, whatever. Um, and yeah, like you said, something come out and go. What? What was I playing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like this yeah. now. Yeah, no, I do that a lot. There's, yeah, there's there's one thing I wanted to talk about the, the sequel, but I can't because you ain't completed it, so I can't mention it. <laughs> yeah, right. spoiler free. The, the 
Cathars. It's about the ending. Oh no, no. And how, and oh, how no. I and how I feel and how I feel about the character in said ending. Oh no, but I, can't, I, I can't say it. <laughs> right, so, oh, I'm gonna have to quickly uh, rush on to the to the game. Then. Yeah, I'll yeah. have to reinstall yeah. it. You'll have, have to join in, to join in, in, a, in a little while once once uh, they've played it. And I'll turn my headphones off now. We should we should do that. We should put up like a little warning, like a little sign, like. <laughs> oh yeah. Spoiler, we right, this is the spoiler mode. You got five minutes to talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll do that for the next time. I think maybe. Yeah. No, that's a very good shout. I was going for a lot of games. Um, today and uh, that was one of that came up as well I was like could I talk about that I don't know if anyone else is going to talk about it but yeah well, another well done for Biff <laughs> um, right uh, does that mean I won't get fired back in the good books now oh, I, 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 you're not you're not completely out of the clear but yeah that's the one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no I'm joking well, okay. good start <laughs> it's good better it's, than you're on the road before. to recovery perfect thank you sir <laughs> Uh, no, that's a good shout. Um, Freddie, do you want to expand on that at all? Or... What, uh, Little Nightmares? Little or, little nightmares yeah, yeah. or going on to um, uh, All I'll say is that um, it's available for cheap. The, yeah. the first one's on Game Pass as well. Um, and the second one you can pick up for a tenner uh, for the mm. most part, on the PC at least. Um, it's about 25 quid on Switch. Uh, I don't know the other consoles. It's usually on sale at this time of year. Um, so you could probably get it for half price. Um, but definitely definitely worth playing the second one if you enjoyed the first one. Like I said, it's more of the same with uh, with more bells and whistles. Um, there is there is some annoying aspects to the second one, um, but that's kind of a personal caveat of uh, uh, repeating things, themes, sort of, sort of stuff. Um, I found that the game got a bit tedious halfway through for me playing the second one, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, and then all I was to say is that the ending was a massive kick in the d- But for me, I hated it. <laughs> so that's that's just like my personal opinion on on the ending that I won't go into. But I hated it. I hated every second of the ending. So um, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, right. So does anyone want to continue <laughs> on? I've. I mean, like we said, we're gonna talk more about games and stuff. Do you have any more games you want to talk about? I've got a couple. I do. I have some more. But okay, let's you go first. No. Uh, no. Just because it's worth mentioning. So, based on like, like I said uh, at the start, based on like uh, Freddie's question towards me and Beth, what is our top three games, and could we think of anything? Um, these are just sort of honourable mentions, uh, really. Now uh, that's what we're sort of coming up with. Um, and there could have been—I could have actually changed my top three now by going through um, a list of what's in my library and going, "Oh, I could have said that one." I do. I do stand Free by. Horror games. Yeah, horror game. Yeah, yeah in, in yeah. terms of horror games, um, yeah. just horror games. I would say that um, my top three might change in, in its. Um, older but I, I would definitely keep those three there in the top five uh another game that i i had actually i think i i actually spotlighted um a few uh podcasts ago now quite a few podcasts ago now actually was vampire um which was the don't nod entertainment and public uh, yeah and yeah. and uh published by focus entertainment um oh, okay. this 
which was uh, set in like this the 20th century London, where you've, you're a newly turned vampire, Dr. Jonathan Reed, and he finds himself trying to cure the people of London and trying to find... This was a choice matters game. This was a heavily choice, you know, I mean, massively choice matters because literally you could destroy an entire section of the game or uh, background characters. They they all have their own stories connecting from one person to another. And if you if one of them actually dies, and this is kind of spoilery, but it's not. Um, but if one one of them dies, it could affect the whole. It could affect the outcome of that particular area because I think London is like separated in in like Whitechapel and some other places like you got uh, I can't remember the names of the areas now Um, um, I haven't played it it a long time but basically that sort of um, whole area surrounding like Whitechapel and all that 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 area it's not too it's not too far across it's mostly that sort of like South London mostly um but yeah, it's all around that area and you'll go in between different districts around in and around London and you're trying to save you can have to get a really good to get the good ending you need to save every district which is vir- virtually impossible. There's certain story beats which you'll need to do in a certain order in order to get that ending. Um a bad ending there's a couple of bad endings and a really good ending and I, I think one of the bad endings I got just because I killed one of the main protagonists. So again, like even though they're protagonists, like trying to save them because you're a doctor as well, you're trying to cure people throughout this because it's it's originally believed that um, it's the Spanish flu was uh, um, partially to do with why people were getting sick, which of course isn't. It's because of the vampires, which um, as we all know, um, it's yeah, true that's to, very true. It's true to um, yeah, what had, had, had actually happened in 1918. Um, <laughs> it was obviously <laughs> yeah, um, so, there, there was, so yeah, I mean, it was it's, it's a, it was again. I'm not going to go over it too much because I've already spoken about it. Um, I've already spotlighted it. But again, it's just an honourable mention. Um, as I said, it's a vampire RPG, very story rich. Uh, it's dark. It's got cho- as I, again, choice matters. But those choices are going to affect the gameplay, the outcome of the gameplay. You get to level up your character, and according to what like buffs and debuffs you pull into your character, or whatever else, there's certain things that you can do. You can you can turn, you can become invisible for a brief period, um, which is obviously on a cooldown. As a lot of as a lot of the um, uh, buffs and stuff that you have abilities is what the other. That's what I'm trying to think of. Abilities that you have, trying to, um, they're all on cooldowns whenever you use them. But like, yeah, it's, there's also like, I think, yeah, you level up weapons as well. Um, some, some give stun, some are more aggressive. So they're more uh, of an attack. Some are, some are weapons are, provide better defense. So you've got your weapons choices to choose from. Uh, Different types of weapons. So I think there's there's guns, there's knives, there's um, stakes, actually like wooden stakes, which you get to pick up. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just 
craft, there's a crafting element there as well. So you've got to pick up like, a lot of stuff. Again, I've already covered it once. I don't want to cover it again. This is just an on, honourable mention um, to uh, what is a really good game. And it's a really big game as well. It's worth mentioning that it's actually a really big game. And I can, um, as uh, Freddie mentioned at the start, um, Steam has a big sale on the moment. This is 80% off. Its original retail price is $34.99. You can get this on Steam for $6.99. I think it might even be on Game Pass. I'm not sure. 100%. It's not on, it's not on Game Pass. It's not. No. But you will be able to no. get this somewhere else, like CD Keys or uh, good old games, uh, GOG. Um, there's also another means of buying games. Um, again, that's going to be quite cheap. They usually do quite cheap games there. If you can get it, Great. There's a DLC, uh, the Hunter's Heirlooms DLC, um, which is only £1.66 on Steam, of course, but um, anywhere uh, that sells this game will be cheap, especially considering how old it is now. It's like 2018, I think it came out. Yeah, 2018. But yeah, so that's my honourable mention for a good horror, um, a good horror game. And it, like I said, for, for the price that you're paying... Even at even on its full price, there's a lot there. There's a lot of content, and so with with what three different endings, three or four different endings, um, the trying to get that good ending is nigh on impossible. So you, if you want if you're an achievement hunter, um, you might want to put a lot of effort into this, and you're going to put in a, a few, good few hours. You could probably do the game quite quickly if you just rush through. Um, there's certain sections and I think we mentioned again we mentioned it before yeah there's 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 probably do it in a few hours or it could take you a long time to do depends on how you or depends on how you want to play it really but yeah, yeah vampire that's yeah. it that's all I'm done I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna uh, waffle on too much on that one I've done it before <laughs> I, I found that game quite hard yeah it's, it's not easy it was it's it was like difficult. reminds me of Souls like a souls like it's not I, it's I don't not, know if you yeah. would it's, but it's, it's kind of, it reminds me of that it's, it's, it is very souls like but yeah. the thing that's made harder is if you want to be a goody two shoes it's in hard. the game and not and not and not eat people your character's at a massive disadvantage because you only get stronger by eating people yeah so but the dilemma is who do you choose to eat and who do you choose to sub- save yeah. and Every character has different bonuses, XP gains, and blood type, blood type, and blood condition, and uh, blood uh, value. So if you hit, if you eat a high target, high blood value target, you get a massive boost in power. Yeah. If you eat a low blood value target, you get a minimal increase in power. So you have to eat like the equivalent of say, I don't know four or five low blood types to the equivalent of one good blood type so it poses that question of your who lives and who dies and who do you need to live and who do you want to die in the easiest way to play the game is just to kill everybody <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, yeah I, that's the playthrough i went with and that's the one that i yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the most i was just like being a real piece of shit basically <laughs> <laughs> killing everybody and everyone especially the nurses you know, so it's just like you have to you, it does make you feel like awful doing it but it's just like yeah, I'm a real piece of work. I'm just going to kill everybody and damn the consequences. And every every zone condition was like critical or 
you know, because if you messed up enough, the, the hunters would come in and you'd have to fight the hunters that would come in if you kept killing everybody. But the point at that point, you're so strong because you've killed so much of everyone that you just literally one shot the hunters. So yeah. it's like, then he gets more food for you. So it's just more fuel for the fire, so to speak. The, the yeah. trick in this game is to navigate the politics and the dilemmas of the people and characters involved and trying to not succumb to your blood urges and keeping it and trying to get that good ending, which is probably one of the hardest good endings if. I've ever seen in any <laughs> video game ever. Yeah. So literally you have to go against the game's mechanics to, to get a good ending. And then you have to literally make your character. It's like equivalent of having a level three uh, character in Elden Ring and then completing the game. <laughs> like there's no powering up. There's no getting better gear. There's no, there's no anything. It's just like that is you are a weak ass vampire and you've got to beat these things up that are significantly stronger than you. Um, it's like, it's, it reminds me of a few um, anime shows I've seen that are, um, where the, the good vampire refuses to, to eat people and it's like he's fighting against uh, actually no uh, True Blood not anime True Blood's like that you watch remember True Blood TV show where the, the good vampires don't eat blood they eat fake blood and they're like, significantly weaker than the vampires that actually drink blood they're like you're weak drink some blood blah, blah, blah. and they're like they always get their ass handed to them until they get saved by something um <laughs> It's like the trope in every sort of anime show. I've seen not anime show, horror, vampire show. God, I can't even think straight. Vampire show uh, with that sort of tropey good vampire always is like, I will not eat anybody, and then he gets his. You know, they usually get their ass handed to him all the time. Yeah. Um, so it's wonder how Blade would, how strong he would be if he wasn't uh, didn't drink blood. Yeah, be weak sauce. Yeah, Let's face it, it'd just be a regular bloke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a very interesting system and it's not something I've seen repeated in any other game, and especially a vampire game. Like Vampire uh, Blood Masquerade is probably something similar um, in terms of blood quality and like how the, how the NPCs are perceived in the world and how strong or how not so strong they are with your character or your vampire, so to speak. Um, but yeah, so that game deserved a sequel when I'm really annoyed we didn't get one. Yeah. yeah. Or even a remake. Uh, even though it wasn't a bad looking game, if they, if they put that into Unreal Engine 5, that would look like amazing. Especially with yeah. the light. It'd be like Batman, the vampire game. You know, it'd, be, it'd be really cool to have that sort of stalking um, like, like certain, sitting on top of like, lights and houses and stalking your prey. I think that's the only thing that could make that game infinitely better is is the whole sort of hunting stalking mechanic rather than just like hiding like Metal Gear Solid style style. What's that noise? And sneak into the corner and yum 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 yum. No, it's 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 definitely worth um playing and owning if you if you like um RPG choice based horror games. Um let's face it, there isn't many of those out there. Uh, no. but decent, so definitely worth um checking out. Mm-hmm. Yep, Beth. Hmm? Did you? Uh, uh, I don't have any other games to no? talk about. I do. You do. I've got. Another, I've got. Another, I've, I've got. got, I've, got to... I've got one more. I want to just mention as well. One quick brief mention. But yeah. Go um, on, you go before me and see. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, uh, the other the other mentioning I want to point out, just because I had a lot of fun with it, although again I have already covered it on the podcast in depth, so this won't be. This is just an honourable mention. Um, but uh, prog prognostic. Uh, so first person detective horror uh, game where you play as a psychic. So you go around the you're in you're in this house. You've got to try and find clues, but you also use uh, like the down downing rods. Is it downing rods that they're called? Is that what they're called? I think that's what they're called. Um, yeah, you find that you got to use that. You got to use tarot Finding cards. Rods. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that what they're called? Um, um, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> downing rods. What, downing the, rods. The yeah. copper rods. That copper cross rods. Over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Downing rods. Downing rods. Or dowsing rods. Dowsing rods. Yeah. Uh, so you need no to use knows. those. You'll need to use. You'll get asked to use a tarot cards. You get to use um, the zodiac wheel. There's a zodiac wheel in order to find clues to. Like you'll get given the. Um, you're you're helping a police. I think you're helping the police try to find killers, and that's basically the premise of the game. Is that? But there's also something much more sinister happening with inside the house where you're chased by um and i say i think it's an undead woman this this ghost that walks around but the jump scares in this are <laughs> something else especially when you've got like me sound alerts and <laughs> my 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 <laughs> chat right, love yeah. my chat love giving doing sound alerts at the most um what i would consider the most inappropriate at times of course, it's not inappropriate. Yes. That's the whole point of them. Um, the most optimal times. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. For you, but as, as a player, as, as someone sitting there, you've just got rid of one. <laughs> you've just got your heart rate down to a, a sort of acceptable level in, in one of which, I mean, it's not actually pumping out of my chest. <laughs> and then just, just as it returns to a normal sort of level, boom, another one goes off. It's like, oh, it's the most jump-scared game I've played this year. So that's why I thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, no, just, sorry. <laughs> was you going to say? Did you say something? Uh, I, just said, I just said, got him. Got him, yeah. Um, got him. Got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is like, uh, yeah, just trying to find clues to murders of people who, you know, and you've got to try and connect, connecting the dots and stuff, using um, all sorts of, uh, all, you know, the, the different types of things that Psychic uses in order to find who done what to when, you know, and what where, what location, yeah. you know. It's like trying to pin the locations um, connected to the person who's died on connected to the person who may have done it yeah, it's it's really it was a really fun game when I played it. There was they haven't really updated it since. I think it was May, yeah, they last updated it. I'm hoping for some more. I um, it it gave me an ending, but it's not. It it felt a little bit open ended as well. Um, and I think that was the only disappointing thing about the game. Um, but again, uh, when I first spoke about this, I said about how good it was and it, I hadn't changed my mind on it it is um, and it was it was really good I think with that even without my my chat sort of um, sound emotes that I have I think this game still deserves a, you know a mention because of the um, 
atmosphere that you're put into. Um, I know it was a very interesting mechanic that they used. Um, they went down that pathway of using like a, a medium, you know, uh, instead of like a normal detective sort of game. You're using the powers of fortune telling and stuff. And um, which is, I don't know how realistic it is because I'm not a fortune teller, but I guess, I um, guess there's, they've, they've done some kind of research on it. Um, I've used like tarot cards in like Phasmophobia, for example, that got me killed. Uh, in this one, it doesn't. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's, a, it's again, another honorable mention. So from uh, Steppy Hair uh, Studios. It does get very positive reviews on Steam. It's currently available for... I mean, it's actually... Um, its original um, uh, asking price is only about £5. Um, it's got 21% off, so it's about £4, I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, so about £4.10. Um, I'm, I'm sh- I don't think it's on Game Pass. I don't... So, But like for £4.10, there's, there's quite a lot of content now. Oh, I say a lot of content. It's not massive but it's um you'll get a few hours out of it you get a few hours of gameplay i mean for that sort of price you know if you really are into a horror game and you want something completely different than your normal um it's not just a running simulator because like you're you're sort of just trapped in the house really you can't escape you need that's the and that is the kind of the whole point of the game is like trying to escape the house um and you're not you're always waking up the next day um still there so you gotta try and that's the only way to get out is to keep solving these crimes helping your I think it's your brother who's in the police mm-hmm. um yeah okay. no. do it yourself <laughs> I'm out <laughs> I'm out I'm out yeah um, but yeah the, I think the jump scares are really good I think they they sort of repeat and then they add another one and then you you think oh I've heard this one I've heard this one. oh no I didn't hear that one before so yeah, the jump scares. You think just when you think you've heard them all, it changes, and I, I kind of like that. Uh, at least it's not too repetitive, in that sense. Um, it came out on the nineteenth of May this year. So yeah, I've played it. I was playing it at the time of coming out. It's a horror adventure story. Rich. Um, it says realistic as part of its tags. Um, I mean, I guess I don't know. Like, again, like going back to what I said about the the uh, tarot cards. I don't know. If that's true, how tarot cards work? I mean, can you find things out by like that? Obviously, they're embellishing it a little bit, but yeah, um, uh, yeah, it's just it's a fun game. Yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my last honourable mention for games. Uh, anyone else got any opinion on this, or do we want to move on to your next uh, I, games? I haven't I haven't played it, so I only watch yeah. I only watch you play it, so I'm not, I have not. <laughs> I have you, little, you little helped. to say about it. You helped give yes. me a heart attack, basically. Yes, I, did. <laughs> I, I got I got you a couple of times. Oh, so you did. I was there for yeah, a couple of them. Yeah, so some really good ones. Some really good ones. I got you a couple of times. It's yeah. just so easy to do. <laughs> so easy. Yeah, um, but, yeah I mean, it's definitely it's a bit disappointing. It's not had any updates since no, May. No. Is it is it is it full release or is it still in early access or oh, you know? I think it's still in early access, but they seem to have come to a bit of an end. Um Where's it where's the development stalled. guys? Is it is it it's not like in like war torn countries, is it? It's not 
I'm not entirely it? sure. I haven't I haven't researched where they're from. So that, that could be a, that could be a reason why. I mean, if the, been, yeah, if no they're development on it, if they're um, in and around that sort of that area uh, where you're where yeah. we're talking about, then yeah, that might be. I mean, I like to think that's the reason why the game's not had any development updates, other than the fact it's just been abandoned. Yeah. Um, well, there's usually there's be usually there's community posts and stuff saying, "Are we working on this blah blah X Y Z update?" But I don't think. I don't think there has been any community posts since then, the last last update. Um, not without checking the Steam page, but they usually do post something on their community tab if they're update if they're making an up on an up working on an update or something. Oh, um, maybe. If there's if there's nothing on the community tab, then uh, it might be safe to say that it's not. Just put us all up in the air at the moment. See if it gets gets some uh, just some improvements. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the game is the game is definitely pretty decent. Um, it's certainly fun to watch people uh, get jump scared in. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it right. makes it makes for a good streaming game. It's, it is very creepy though. I, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the granny that turns up. Oh no, no, that granny can actually do one. And the uh, and the the mirror thing is very annoying as well. And a couple of times that, you got yeah by that. So yeah, just to. The, explain the mechanics of the mirrors so throughout the house uh in the early stages we only got to concentrate on about three or four mirrors but then the more the game um progresses the more you you progress within the game the more it opens up the more areas of the house you then get a few more i think it's up to about six or seven mirrors so the point of the mirrors is the when you uh, at certain points in in the game um i think I think there's timers set to the mirrors. So like you you're whilst you're doing the investigation, whilst you're trying to piece the clues piece the clues together, um, the the all the mirrors throughout the house are covered in a cloth. If that cloth drops, you've got uh, a limited time to co- quickly cover that cl- uh, mirror back up. If you don't, then the woman she comes out of the mirror and then back in, into your into the world. Yeah, then so you've got to avoid her. And you've got to try and avoid her at all costs until she finally disappears. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's part of, that's what the mirrors are for. It's just there. It's another... It's just there to sort of stop you from progressing. So once you... When you feel like you're actually getting quite far on that investigation, and then all of a sudden you will hear the sound of the of a cloth dropping. And sometimes you get fake ones, which is kind of like, meh. No, I've got to go and check it. Where is it? Where is it? What's going on? Yeah. And then you go there it. and you find out, no, that's that's fake. And then you go back to an investigation just to hear it again. You go, oh, it's going to be fake, isn't it? And then she's behind you. Scaring the crap yeah. out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. what she does. And dead. And then dead. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it is one of those, you, you die, you just reset, basically. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. not much else to not, it. Not. No, it's not. It's, it's a nice, but... it's a small little game to sort of like, you know, uh, tidy you over until something bigger comes out. And well, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like I said, that they, they did a they did an update where there was they had a, I think two more cases on on the back end of the of the game. Um, but then that that sort of that sort of stopped. I don't think they've done anything since the major update. Uh, was May the nineteenth was the last mm. of the official release of the game. And that was so it has now. Been, oh well, that's now suggesting it has been released from 
early access then, doesn't it? Official release. So give uh, it a go. Uh, it's like for for yeah. what? Less than a fiver. Yeah, it's a, it's a good little, it's a good little indie game for a fiver. Yeah, we do like our indie games on the show. Yeah. Yes, we, yes, we. Yeah, do. yeah. So no, that's me done. That's as far as games concerned, and um, I'll leave it up to you guys now to continue on with your. I have, I have a couple to mention. Um, as it's a uh, spooky season, and uh, my uh, the other two games I would mention uh, in passing as my go-to horror games for this time of year. I'm not going to talk about them too much because um, I think to do, I've, basically it's Resident Evil 7 and 8 uh, is one of them. Uh, was the most sort of horror pick for the, every year. Um, obviously, number eight is more recent. Um, but number seven, since its inception came out, has been my following Halloween game of choice, especially since uh, I've been streaming uh, on Switch. Um, uh, you know, in the last couple of years. Um, number eight more recently um, is, well, that's not a horror game. There's only one section of that game is horror. Uh, the DLC dropped uh, dropped yesterday. No spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. No, no, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. Okay, good. Uh, I'm just going to say that the DLC for number eight, uh, the event about uh, Rose, uh, is um, about 100 times scarier than the entirety of number eight. So okay. it's on. It's full on. Poop your pants time. <laughs> as uh, as, you, as the one I'm able to stream again, I will be streaming it, and you will see me literally die on stream. Uh, playing because it has one of the things in it that I am absolutely petrified of. Oh, and I mean, literally, legitimately, would run to the hills if I ever saw anything like this coming anywhere near me, uh, in, in in any shape or form. Furbies. Um, so, no. Mannequins. Oh, oh god, yeah. yeah. I know mannequins are. I don't find them that scary. Uh, you will. <laughs> <laughs> when they start moving. Um, yeah, when they start yeah. moving. Uh, not, just, not, not just they mo- how they move and how they look. It is terrifying. I, I um, yeah, I'm not. I can't say much else. But uh, yeah. the, the, have the, you played the, it or are you? I've I played it and then turned it off because I cut my pants. Okay. Um, all right. So I, I need some courage, need some Dutch courage, big time. I need some whiskey for that for that game. Um, okay. but de- definitely going to be playing it in the in the in the distant future, uh, not yeah. too distant, but definitely worth picking up. It's it's um, twelve ninety nine, and you get uh, the mercenaries upgrade update, and you get to play as um, Lady Dimitrescu, as uh, as everyone likes to call her. Um, mm-hmm. Can't you play us though? Vampire boobs. Vampire tatas. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's um, Lady Dimit boobs. I mean, Lady Dimitrescu. Never do a chesk. Dimitrescu. Never do a chesk. Um, so, yeah, and, and there's another, there's some other Lady stuff there about it as well for the, the DLC. Yeah. Um, so, number eight is actually really, really, it's a really, really it's, the village has some sort of bad press, some of it. Especially the Chris section, which is like Call of Duty with zombies. <laughs> it's like so that's Call of Duty then. Then yeah, it's just a zombie game in Call of Duty. Um, but you know, it's it's the whole point is that Chris Chris is supposed to feel OP and he's supposed to be like the you know the big bad of the game that comes in. That mess with Chris, he'll punch your boulders out. Um, you know, if you're not familiar with the the, the the boulder joke, is that he punches a boulder in Resident Evil Five. 
but yeah. he literally punches a mountain <laughs> and destroys it after Wesker <laughs> launches at him. So it's like, that's where the whole boulder joke comes from. Okay. So that's why that, and they even mentioned that in number eight, which is quite funny. There's a, there's a throwaway gag where he's, he's, uh, the, the, he's the bit, you're fighting the, um, the, oh, I can't remember his name, the guy, the Magneto type dude. And oh, you're fighting um, him and Heisenberg. he goes, he, yeah, Heisenberg, and, uh, and and he says to Ethan, he goes, oh, at least he goes, at least you ain't, at least you can't punch any boulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Away. Right. So, um, yeah, except, you know, number number seven and number eight, the same story. Uh, the, the the Rose DLC concludes the story. At least I think it does. Obviously, I haven't completed it. Um, so the the Rose DLC may or may not complete the story uh, of of the whole um aspect um of the of the whole well, you know Ethan Winters. Storyline, uh, obviously Resident Evil Seven, fantastic game, one of the best horror games you ever play, especially in VR. If you happen to have a VR headset, um, if you want to die, then play that in VR. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally so scary. I've, I've, I've never. I've, it's probably the only VR game uh, where I've seen people who are literally you know, sworn, you know, horror veterans cry from fear from playing that game. And um, it's quite funny. Uh, some watching some of these guys freak out on camera and throw the, the yeet their headset across the room <laughs> because yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> now, yeah. Apparently, VR is coming to number eight as well. So, so oh, wow. VR, VR is coming to number eight now. If VR is indeed um, confirmed for Resident Evil Eight in the, in this DLC, okay. hell to the effing no. <laughs> Am I ever, ever playing that in VR? I mean, I played number seven in VR on the on the PS4 with the, the VR headset on that. Someone's got one, so I've, I've played it on there. And uh, yeah, that was a big nope, nope, view uh, on that. It's a whole different board game when you're in VR. It like, is. It's, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's for those that not experienced VR. Um, yeah, I'm not talking about the like the NAF games, like the, the shopping simulators and the, you know, the golf games and the, you know, sport games that are in VR. That's nothing. That's just, you know, you just play the Switch. You play the, play the Wii U, you know, play the Wii with the, with the Joy-Cons. It's the same, same, uh, same sort of experience. But when you're in a horror game in VR, especially uh, like a AAA or a very good title like that, uh, no, uh, never again. I'm never, I'm never putting a headset on for that sort of experience ever again. Um, but uh, number seven and eight, Resident Evil, Hundred um, percent, one of the best horror games, you know, series as a whole. You know, number eight isn't as good as number seven, but number eight's DLC literally amps up the score for number eight for me. As that number eight was just too on the actiony side of it, um, and the, the horror elements that we did get in number eight was that generally very, very well done. Um, but, but number seven sort of takes it to another level. Um, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. If you haven't played number seven by now, you can buy it for like peanuts and it's and it's on game pass as well Peanut. um so you know it's it's next to nothing if you haven't played if you're not if you've never played a resident evil game and you like horror uh, i wouldn't recommend it if you don't like horror because if you don't like horror you'll play the opening 20 minutes and then you'll turn the game off and be scarred for life so <laughs> that, so yeah especially the dlc the dlc in number seven is still to this day is some of the most disgusting disturbing stuff i've ever played through and I don't wince easily. I don't. I don't like shrink at the sight of gore. I don't shrink at the sight of like you know nasty stuff. But number seven's DLC, um, especially the the torture the torture games. Um, yeah, the the standard stand effects alone would have would have 
you know, give me nightmares. They're one of the, the visceral images you've seen as well. So if you want to be scared out of your wits, then you play number seven and the DLC. And number eight is, is a very good sort of introduction uh, with that, with number seven. Um, and then the final game I have um, is, the, is the Evil Within uh, 1 and 2, which I'm not going to go into too much detail other than you should play them. Uh, they're on Game Pass. Uh, one, some of my favorite um, sort of gameplay. It's not, not just, it's not the more, for me, the, the Evil Within isn't much the gameplay, it's more the story. But the story is, is the, the, the grasping um, factor, especially as, a, as the, uh, the detective whose name I can never say. Uh, is a is a is an exceptionally good um lead and then the second one sort of entire is a is a great is a great sequel i know we've, i know we said that no there's not always good sequels um in most things but in terms of the couple of games you've mentioned tonight they actually are uh yeah, very good there are, they, a few. there are a few if done well they build upon the founders foundations of the first game which is what a good sequel does builds mm. on the first one and gives you more of the same plus a bit extra you know, which isn't which isn't a very um, hard thing to follow. Like, but these days, almost every single computer game firm from any AAA uh, library goes uh, video game. How do we make that again? Oh, let's just copy and paste Battle Pass all over it. Um, that's that's how they work. That's scary enough in itself. Um, but it's <laughs> a different kind of horror game. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just uh, Evil Within One and Two, Resident Evil Seven and Eight. Yeah, my go-to horror games every year. I know there's probably others we can add uh, we've played recently, but those those games I've played, completed, and played to death, and um, are now you know either on Game Pass or available on the cheap, with the exception of number eight, because that's still fairly new. But it is on sale actually at the moment. So if you if you if you're feeling like dump, jumping in um, the Resident Evil series, then obviously I would recommend you start there or. Uh, honorable mentions: uh, Resident Evil One remake, number two remake, uh, number three, not so much. Uh, however, number four uh, looks amazing, which is coming out next year. I don't know if you've seen the the trailers for that. Uh, the remake, number four remake, which does look incredibly good. Um, I, I don't don't pre-order, don't pre-order, but keep it, but keep your eye on it, and. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to number four, and that will definitely be featured on the podcast as and when it comes out, because uh, I'm definitely going to get my hands on that. Um, but yeah, there's there's my Halloween games, um, there's my go-to's. Um, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna move on to some some more tidbits now, aren't we, Mister Steve? That's the end of that section. Um, for me, my my go-to horrors are usually closer to more like action horrors. Oh, oh um, sorry, I'm I'm muted. Sorry. Um, I'll just repeat what I said then. <laughs> no, right. I, can hear, I can hear you. You can hear me, but on because we're on Discord. But I can't. Um, but ah, my my okay. mic was muted for the stream. Uh, for the stream. So, <laughs> um, so basically, to catch up on what I just said, I was just refer saying to uh, Bacon hasn't had much to say in this um, podcast, but um, you you were just saying about you've got. Um, some movies that you have seen. Yeah, so I was just saying my my type I wouldn't say I had go to horror films because generally speaking I don't watch them, but um usually if I am gonna watch something similar it's gonna be more action horror. Yeah. 
Um, so out of those, my favourite and one that I watch quite well, I've watched quite a few times. Probably got to be Underworld. Oh yeah. Um, oh um, yes, Lycans. I've got absolutely nothing to do with Kate Beckinsale. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Oh yeah. Despite yeah. the fact that I saw that and instantly fell in love with her. <laughs> um, I think we all did. <laughs> it's, it's hard not to. Let's face it. Uh, but yeah, I just like? I love the story. Yeah, exactly. In a leather outfit. <laughs> yeah, I I, I love the fact that I, I like the whole idea of um, of like Kate vampires Beck- versus oh, werewolves. And Kate Beckinsale, and <laughs> Mother, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just thought it was awesome. The soundtrack is amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it and I, I love that kind of even like the sound of the weapons in that film are, are exceptional as well. Sound um, yeah, design just, is amazing. It's that, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. So that's the, um, I have now. I hadn't realised I'd missed one or two. Uh, the later ones, eh. first two for me. Yeah, first two are brilliant. Then it's yeah. like because it like, carries on the story as well. Yeah, it's like DVD releases. <laughs> it's like hey, quality. Hey. But if you like the story and you like you like the um, aesthetics of the whole or the whole underworld theme, yeah. and um, you enjoy it, you know, because you, you, it does actually have some interesting story beats to it as well. It does. I mean, you've got. I mean, you obviously you've got as we said, you've got Kate Beckinsale. You've also got um, Bill Knight. Yes, who is an awesome vampire. Yeah, and um, I always forget his name, Michael. Oh, I know you. The mean. guy who plays Lucian. Yeah, uh, I, I want to say it's like Michael Sheen. I mean, I'll, I'll, but I, I, I don't I think it is. Google, I shall Google it. Not uh, Michael Fro- who? Michael Sheen is in it. You know, he is. It, in it? it must be Michael Sheen then. But it's not, not, in... not the not related to Charlie Sheen one. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure. I'm sure his first name is Michael. Yeah, it's, it's Michael Sheen. I know. It's Michael Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's so a that, bad guy, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, well, is he? I don't know. <laughs> is he a bad guy? Oh yeah, he's he's in he's in he's in Good Omens as well with yes. um, David Tennant. He's, uh, yeah. he's he is amazing. That. He is I love, amazing. I love he is it. Absolutely amazing actor. Yeah, he is. That, that's okay. probably my that's probably my go to. There is a there's another one that is more towards the horror, but I actually quite like it for its comedic effect. Especially with it having that typical British humour, and that is um, dog soldiers. Ah, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sean Pertwee's in that, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Top quality British horror. British horror. uh, It is like what? Yeah, it is quality. I, love I haven't it. seen it in ages. It's, it's such I a, haven't either, but it's, it's great. It's got one of those moments in it where it's, it is cheese, but it, like, you just love it for it. The super glue scene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is cheese, but it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if anyone's not watched it without spoiling it, yeah, just yeah, watch, watch it. It's, it's yeah, just super glue. <laughs> it, it Was hilarious. it Dog Soldiers? Dog, dog, soldiers. dog soldiers, yeah. That might be worth watching out on there. You, uh, you already have access to it, Beth. Oh, okay. On nice. my server. Okay, I'll have a look. Um, if, if it's yeah. one of your recommendations, I will have to it see is. it. It is. And it is, for me, it's, it's close. There's a lot more potential for jump scares in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I will okay. check it out. And now I want a Dog Soldiers game. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Dog Soldiers game, that would be actually good. 
That's a yeah. good. That's a good shout, actually. But I don't know if I'd want it in first person. <laughs> it's got to be third person, right? Yeah, third person third from person. A, a, yeah. a distance, so I can see anything coming towards me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my style of horror. <laughs> yeah, anticipate the horror. Yes. Keep the, the, horror. the camera gets stuck and you die. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You try to look yeah. around the corner and then you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Try anticipate it. That wouldn't really matter to me. I'd die before I got to that point. <laughs> You'll probably shut the game before you get there. <laughs> probably. Quit out. <laughs> and I guess since we're doing it in threes, um, and yeah, I mean, the, the, there's a few honourable mentions, uh, but I haven't seen them in such a long time. It's difficult to remember the, the anything but the basic plot. But I guess a main one would be um, Predator. Predator. Again, technically, it's action horror. Yeah. But yeah, but it's that is like, cool. yeah, action horror is still class as a horror. I think I've seen all of those. No, but you're, you're talking about the original with, with um, Schwarzenegger, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yep. Kevin Peter Hall. Yeah. Good I, shout. I guess, uh, I guess an honourable mention would be uh, Event Horizon. Oh, Yes. Uh, Event Horizon. I was going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, because that, that's about as much as I can remember. I can remember the yeah, basic plot. Yeah, but if you're going to chat... I'll, yeah, I watched that recently. Yeah, I watched that recently. Yeah. It's good. I do need to rewatch it. Very good. But yeah, uh, so yeah, most of my kind of horrors, you, know, you can tell, that I kind of go towards the things like vampires, werewolves, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, horror. I, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of the stuff that's too close to life. Um, I mean, I've I've had to endure... Um, several of the paranormal paranormal activity yeah those which I despise yeah I don't like those very much Um, things like Final Destination that kind of stuff they're comedies they're not horror films they're they're (laughs) comedies they're ridiculous who's going to die first (laughs) well him uh, she he's dead all of them all of them I think if you when you talk about the Final Destination the first one was Good, the fact that it was using, they're trying to use something that wasn't, you know, a um, human or an ent- you know, it's just, it's an entity that's actually chasing you. You can't it's hide from it, that. It was um, more like fate, wasn't it? Fate. Like you, you're and supposed it. to have died. So, yeah. and the death yeah. catches you. It's, it's the first and karma. And as far as paranormal activity was just playing on the back of, um, Blair Witch, which is like those found footage sort yeah. of movies, which yeah. is, Blair Witch was like the first one to do that, but um, you know, you know, everybody copied it. Yeah, everyone copied it, and yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, paranormal activity just sort of expanded on that idea of using it. Um, then it then it just got stupid afterwards. So yeah, again, that's the, going back to that sequels don't always work. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the the ones that the, the few that I've watched that actually terrify me. Um. I can't, I'm trying to remember the exact name. I think it was called Clown House. Wow. Um, all I remember about it, I was a kid at the time, literally. I was like, I was probably like 12 or something. All I remember about it is that it was to do with, there was the circus was in town, in this, this small American town. And I think one or two um, inmates had escaped from the, the local asylum. And they basically dress up as clowns and break into a house. Oh, that's, yeah. that, that, that's enough for me to 
like my, my brain just went that you're forgetting everything's past that <laughs> yeah uh, like that that and uh it i really i freaking hate clowns all right okay i'm not Me surprised too. that you saw clown house when you were young and like that would scare me too yeah I, again not my idea my so-called mate at the time well let's watch a film <laughs> watch this really uh, not scary let's, film let's watch nightmare fuel together yay yeah <laughs> yeah same one that got me to watch freddy <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I'm on Elm street yeah yeah mr kruger hated it i bet uh, if i watched movie horror movies when i was younger i probably wouldn't like them but because i got into them a bit more when i was older i think i can kind of appreciate them a bit more yeah I th- hey, it, it could well be that i i uh, yeah i would have to agree with beth actually i think that's that's um i never got i never got into horror until much later but I think I started playing horror games just prior to watching horror films. If that, I don't know if that makes any sense. But I think probably because you're, it's not as realistic, is it? Computer games, you got that, you still toned down. Yeah. You know, the whole thing's still toned down. So, but watching, yeah, no, I, I watched, I watched horror films later on, and then I could appreciate the, you know, how some of them are ridiculous and some of them are just really good. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was basically scarred for life because I was forced to watch the movie. When you're f- yeah. seen that, if you're forced to that watch happens. them, that's gonna be that's gonna in, well, in, in, enhance, I say f- enhance your your fear of them even more. Because then, yeah, I mean, I say forced. It, I, I guess it was it was semi forced in that as a kid, you don't want to be the you know the one that says no, I'm not watching this and leaves because then they'll never let you forget it. You know, you know what kids are like. Yeah, you, yeah. Your mates, they'll, they'll take the mick out of you forever. So I couldn't leave and watch it. And another one, I physically couldn't because it was at a mate's birthday party. All yeah, right, all right, right. All right, right. So either way, I was stuck. Oh, bacon. No. Yeah. No. Not for life. Gosh, for life. <laughs> well, that just means that we can try and ease you into it. <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's easy memory from Korean horror. I mean, we've made you play two horror games already. I mean... You have, but I mean, I, I don't know. It's a bit different because when you're playing, I don't know, again, I don't know about you guys, but for me, if I'm playing with friends, there's that, apart from the occasional jump scare that you might get, there's, there's no fear in that for me because I'm with other people, even though I'm not yeah. in the same room as you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same. But I, I wouldn't yeah. play, even though I didn't, at the time, even though I didn't find those games massively scary, I can't, if I was to play, um, what was the last one we played? Phantom Hysteria. Yeah, yeah. Hysteria. Yeah. If I if I were to play that with that bloody woman that was chasing me the last time I played it, <laughs> who who seemed to have a thing for me for some reason. Yeah. I, no, I I can't, I can't do that. Tits McGee. Tits McGee. That's her name now. Tits McGee. Yeah, that's that how I referred to her the whole time we was playing it. Yeah, I know. I. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if she comes again, it comes old bag of tits. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even scary in the slightest until she opened her mouth and twisted her head, and I was like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> See you later. Yeah, I've, I've probably seen quite a few of the films that you guys are about to chat about as well. So yeah, um, so that's yeah, pretty. 
uh, film-wise, is there anything that you would go? Is there a go-to like that? There's, there's a well, there's films that I've, there's films that I've seen that have horror films-wise that have freaked me out, um, and there's films that are horror films that I've really enjoyed. Now I'll start with the the the, the latter. One of the horror films I really enjoyed was Train to Busan. I don't know if you've oh, seen that. It's a, it's no, a, it's it, a but Korean. I haven't seen it. It's, Never a, heard of it. it's, a, it's a Korean, Korean horror film. Yeah. Um, uh, best best thing I suggest you go and watch Dead Meat. Is go and watch Dead Meat's channel. When I watch his video on it, I watched Love it prior that to night. that. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, horror channel. That's how I got more into horror. That's the same basically, as me. It's because basically he does a rundown of the movie. There's a death count basically, and he goes for all the deaths, but he explains the synopsis of the story and what it's about and how it ends. Um, and it does it in a jokingly comedic manner, so it kind of takes the horror out of it and makes it really funny to watch. So that's that's how I got like into more horror films than I never knew I would or like or enjoy before, because I'd watch the dead meat video on it and then I'd go and watch the actual movie. Although you're not supposed to do that, you're supposed to watch the film first, then watch the chat, then watch his videos on them. Um, but yeah, Train to Busan was actually one of the few films I actually watched. Um, it's basically it's a, a zombie outbreak, and it has a heartwarming protagonist story throughout. Uh, you know, family. You know, there's, you know, it's, 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 it's. I don't really want to give it too too much away. Other than it's one of the best horror films you will ever watch. Like, it's, in terms of story, pacing, action sequences, and in terms of tension and deaths <laughs> and there are some real sad ones um I, I would i would definitely it's one of the few films that actually wrecked me watching it is that i i you know i'm i'm quite an emotional guy anyway like but this it, it really hits you like mm-hmm. yeah you know, especially the stuff that happens happens um and it's like i was physically angry at the end of the film for what happened and I was so angry I was like nope nope it didn't happen nope nope I just, I, you know went on a little tangent in me out of that head uh, and then I was like and I sort of forgot about it and and then I, and I watched the <laughs> dead meat video on it and I was like god damn it because <laughs> um, all these like, painful memories of watching the movie experiences and then that's the time of a good film if it, if it draws an emotion out of you, then whether it's horror, action, comedy, whatever, whatever emotion it elicits from you, from from you, then that's a sign of a good film, uh, at least to you. Like not everyone will feel the same way. That's a good thing about fi- films, open to interpretation, experiences, life experiences, how they interpret certain things, etc. Will always elicit different responses. That's why you get likes and dislikes, etc. So this this is if you're definitely a fan of horror, though, uh, Train to Busan, number one pick. Now, a film that literally messed me up uh, was one of the one of the few films I watched as a young age. Uh, and now knowing what I know about the film, it kind of puts a sour taste and rewatching it. Um, uh, Jeepers Creepers. Hmm. Uh, yeah. If you remember Jeepers Creepers, yeah, that was yeah. freaky. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, the whole thing is the whole shtick is he steals eyeballs and body parts and stuff. I enjoyed uh, that. I enjoyed that. Like. I know that sounds weird to say, but I, I liked the movie. But when I found out about the whole thing, all, I was like... All the other stuff, yeah. yeah so just uh, just forget cool. about all of that, because there's yeah. nothing we can do about that. That's Yeah, you know, it's, it's happened. Just, so. and, and actual, the actual film itself, uh, the actual film itself, very good concept, very creepy, very scary. Freaked me out. I actually couldn't sleep for a while after watching that film. 
Um, and um, <laughs> it'd be interesting to know they made a they made a remake, uh, Jeepers mm. Creepers Reborn, um, which I haven't seen. Um, wow! Yes, this it's you can buy it. Oh, it's, okay. yeah, it's out so you can rent it. <laughs> two what two stars? <laughs> well, that's uh, gonna be good then. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gotta be a worth a watch, surely. Um, <laughs> Let's do it. Really, no, I'm yeah, right, right. So yeah, so that was one of the first films that gave like a negative impression on me in terms of horror. Uh, that kind of put me off the the whole yeah. sort of genre a little bit. Um, and then I watched uh, Insidious. Oh God, have I? Have you? Have you watched that? That name yeah. rings a bell, but I don't know if I saw it. Or if... um, it's famous for the demon face in the background that appears out of nowhere and scares the living Jesus out of you because it's literally out of nowhere. Like it's a, it's a mundane scene, nothing happening. They're literally having a mundane conversation. You know, there's, they're talking about the effects of the house and stuff, and out of nowhere, this super scary face comes out of nowhere just for a split second behind the character in the chair, and that scarred me. Like I, I literally couldn't sleep for like three months. After watching that 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 scene, uh, it was so I uh, printed on my brain because it, it was just completely taken aback. You know, it, it was it was well done. Uh, Insidious. This the first half of Insidious is extremely creepy, very scary, and some well timed jump scares and uh, well timed sort of pacing. The first half, the second half, I sort of lost interest because it sort of goes off the deep end in terms of story. It doesn't really make any sense. Uh, and then they try to recover it with like the seven sequels they've had to the first, the first movie. Um, but yeah, the, the initial like impacts of the highest half, first half of the Insidious stay with me for a very long time. Still this day, I still can't watch that scene without feeling gutters or very uncomfortable uh, when that scene's coming up. Um, I, I remember why I know the name is because a friend of mine wanted me to get it for her. Um, so I did so. I saw the cover and went, nah, not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. horrible, a horrible film. Uh, and then that sort of leads into the paranormal activity movies. Um, which since it didn't actually get me into the paranormal, actually put me off the paranormal watching that film. Um, especially the uh, the first couple with the like you say close to home real life. Uh, it's interesting behind the scenes how they made all that stuff happen. If you watch all the all the like invisible strings and all the like, um, yeah, well, yeah. When you see that, you're like, oh, that's not as scary. No, no, yeah. And you see how it's all done. It's 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 very nice. You see some of these YouTube channels taking the Mickey and doing the same sort of stuff. Yeah, and they're claiming it to be real. Is a, is 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 hilarious to me, but yeah, there's a, and there's one more thing I would mention, um, as as a comedy, uh, a comedy horror which is hilarious, which takes the piss out of Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, which is called Willy's Wonderland, which has Nicolas Cage in. And, uh, <laughs> he does he's in everything. He's, he's so he's he, done he a lot of horror he movies. He doesn't say a word in this yeah, film he plays, that's like, he, plays yeah. he plays the silent video game protagonist yeah right yeah. And, uh, and he you know it's, it's a little bit spoilery but it's just because it's so funny um, he literally beats the living crap 
out of all the animatronics. <laughs> he batters yeah. them all. And it's so funny. Um, like, is, is that at the start, at the start, he's, uh, he's basically, he's entrapped and the, the town's like, sacrifices people to this sort of, uh, demon, if you like, in this, in the Willy's Wonderland. Um, and, um, He's 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 he basically the guy says to him, okay, it's it's a union job, so you have got to remember to take your breaks. So like he'll be in the middle of beating somebody up or say or someone will need help, and he look at his watch and go, and he walk off to the staff room and start drinking beer <laughs> and pissing about on the on the um, pinball machine while they're all like getting murdered and chased around, and then he, he comes back yeah. out, beats the crap out of them, breaks time again, goes back in. It's so funny. Like it's it is so funny. Like the, the film's a pile of garbage, but it's hilarious. Like it's one of those so bad it's good kind of movies. Um yeah. and it's just it's it. it's just really funny. Yeah, Willie's Wonderland, definitely one of Nicolas Cage well, Nicholas Nicholas Cage is absolutely phenomenal <laughs> in it. And it is pretty gore there is some gore, there is some nasty kills in it. Um, but you know, it's 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 a comedy. It's a horror comedy, hundred percent. Um, so that's the other end of the spectrum. You get the horror comedy, horror comedies. It's up there for sc- It's up there with scary movie as one of my all-time favorite horror comedies. Hmm. Um, uh, as as light-hearted entertainment goes. Um, yeah. And uh, on one last thing, one honorable mention in terms of horror, and I've, I've I think I've mentioned this a long time ago in one of the earlier early podcasts is um, Castlevania, the animation. Um, okay. One of the best horror animations ever. So, so unfortunately, it's on Netflix. Uh, it's not on any other platform. But if you if you like if you like the Castlevania video games, you will love the adaptation, um, which is probably to this day one of their best animated projects. But none, not in terms of the animation quality, sound design, um, how it looks, the aesthetics, and the voice acting, all top tier. And has one of my favourite uh, animated fights in all of anime history that I've ever watched um, in, the, in the final season. So definitely, definitely recommend that if you want a serious, but also jokey. Also has a lot of comedy in it as well. It's very, it's very well written. A lot of comedy, a lot of a uh, lot of tatas and other things <laughs> that you're interested in. Uh, lots of um, uh, not safe for work content, um, but it's also done in a way that's sort of not so much in your face but kind of incoherent with the story and there is but there is a few bits that are like why is that in there but it's it's still worth watching like it's it's still really it's still worth definitely um sitting through i think you can get i think the the first season is only four episodes long uh you can sit for the first season in about an hour and a half uh and then the second season third season fourth season are all eight to ten episodes long about three to four hours to complete each one but um yeah definitely definitely worth um worth watching because uh, there's loads of other stuff i can mention but uh, I'll, I'll leave it there and uh, you guys can uh, take it away <laughs> Come on, Beth. Should, should I go next? yeah go on okay um so i'm gonna mention um a series um it's it's kind of um I'm gonna so the series I'm gonna talk like one of my favorite horror series like I've got quite a few hor- like horror series that I really love um but one of the most uh the evil dead versus ash uh 
series. And it's just, it's just a phenomenal, it's like, I won't go into too many spoilers, but Ash Williams is, you know, I can't actually remember how he got to where he is, right? Uh, but he, like, ends up, you know, like, he's older now, and, you know, he still has the Necrocomicon, and, you know, he gets laid one night, and then he reads it again, and... Just turned out his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he reads it, and he lets hell loose, and I would say that it does have, like, you know, some... Like, it's got jump scares, and... But it's well matched with the comedy in it there's this one excellent scene that i adore and it's uh what's her name a camera do you know the the girl from xeno what's that oh, well, oh lucy lawless actress oh, yeah. uh, lucy. a character's, a character's I, name um yeah I, I don't know her character's name but uh, Lucy Lawson plays this character who's like trying to, I can't remember what she was trying to do, but she was trying to like, she was a villain at the beginning, but then she kind of teamed up with them. Uh, and Ruby. Ruby, right, Ruby. So there's a scene where I think she gets injured or something and she's like sitting on the floor and she's <laughs> dying and stuff. And <laughs> Bruce is uh Ashwini was just like sitting there and they're all around her and, and she's like she was she they were like it was like she was dying and stuff and I can't remember how it exactly goes but they're like I think she's dead now and then she, and then she like picks her head I was like I'm not dead yet wait and then she goes Yeah yeah I remember that, that scene, was yeah. I, I love that scene so much that made me like laugh quite a bit. Um but apart from that there's lots of gore, lots of gore. Like some, some of them, the scenes are very disturbing. Mm. Uh, there's one scene that I, I cannot mention, um, but it involves anuses. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah, God, I forgot about that. Why don't you remind <laughs> me of that for? <laughs> not high anuses. <laughs> no, not even close. Kind of. Um, but yeah, it's kind. Of, it's very gory. Uh, but it's fun, gory, disgusting at times, and I just I I don't understand the ending of the series. I just I don't understand it. I was a no, little disappointed with that. Doesn't make doesn't make any sense. Well, they got yeah. cancelled, so they 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 wrapped it up in the third season. Yeah, but it's still a very well. They odd tried ending. to. It's a very weird ending. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I was sad that it got cancelled because I like I I loved it so much, Ruby. and and I'd watch it all again if I could. Well, I probably can, uh, but I think it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. It's still on Netflix. Is it still on Netflix? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I I highly highly recommend it if you like the Evil Dead movies. Um, it's got lots of new fun, uh, you know. It's it's like modern Evil Dead, basically with new, Bruce Campbell, new de- which New Deadites. Yeah, New Deadites. That's true. It's just amazing and disturbing in at times. Um, so yeah, that's one. Um, there was two more that I wanted to mention. Uh, the first one, well, the second one is uh, yeah, okay. So 
um happy death day have have any of you seen well yes yes yes, yes 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 yeah so happy death day yeah, yeah, I'm kind of in, like both of them <laughs> into one because they're just so perfect. So, Happy Death Day! If you haven't seen it, I cannot remember much about it. But all I what I do know is like I, I can I can fill in if you want, Beth. I know about it. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> then me. It's, just it's Groundhog Day. Promise. Yeah, basically horror, yeah, yeah. slasher horror Groundhog Day, and yeah. she's reliving each day, and at some point she gets killed. And then she wakes up again, and it, it continuously does that. And there's quite there's humor in it, which there's is quite a nice. Lot of humor in it, yeah. yeah, so I, I really like the humor, and the, uh, I can't remember. Pretty, you, you fill me in because I can't remember much about it. Well, it's, um, uh, it's, uh, the first one is um, she's she constantly she gets killed, and then she wakes up at the start of the day again. So yeah. every time she dies, she'll wake up in the in the in various positions of how she dies. And some of the deaths are quite nasty, and some of them are quite funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how she re- how, how she reacts after every time she dies is like, oh for God's sake, yeah. <laughs> and then she tries to rack up. The first part of the film is her just getting murdered, and her yeah. trying to figure out what's going, what's going on, on and yeah. who's doing it and why shit's happening to her. And, because she laments like, why is this happening to me? It's got like a running gag throughout the whole thing. Is like, oh for God, you know. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Um, it's quite. It's, it's a good. It's a good plot twist as well. Well, you can see it coming if you pay attention. But as a as yeah. a as a, a, a decent plot twist in it, and it, it throws a lot of curveballs at who, who you think is going to be what's going on. Um, I can't remember. And it, it's yeah. like it's it's to do. Um, but the second one sort of is sort of expands on the whole concept. But um, the first one is basically Groundhog Day meets horror. And meets comedy, um, yeah. and it's it's you know you have to you have to watch it to to kind of understand it. It's it's kind of yeah. it's one of these films that you can't sort of sum up very quickly or easily. Um, yeah. Especially, yeah. I don't really remember the ins and outs. All I know is it, I remember vividly. It's Groundhog Day meets horror, and it's, it's the, the protagonist is very funny, and um, okay. and the, and, the, and the game in the, the game. And the, the film's um, sort of sort of ramps up towards the final act, and it starts getting getting tasty. But it's it's definitely worth watching um, because it's a bit different than the old horror vibe as well. Yeah, um, it's, it's not the same. It. It's, just, it's just brilliant. It's it's I think it does for horror like what uh, sci-fi live live die tomorrow does for me with Tom Cruise and um, oh the other I can't remember her name with the sci-fi film with the He's constantly dying and respawning and alien invasion and uh, it's, it's, I don't it's, think I've seen die, that one. Live die tomorrow. Live die repeat. Yeah. Live die tomorrow. Um, yeah, that's one of my favourite like ever science fiction movies. So this this is that horror movie tries to sort of emulate that sort of storytelling. Like and and like she grows from constantly getting killed and she gets more experience and she kind of starts countering it and then and then eventually she figures out what's going on and. The, the film should end but it doesn't if the second one really <laughs> comes along yeah. and sort of changes all that um, <laughs> which is the second one is more of the same with the first one yeah. um, but with, with more death um, so yeah it's, uh, the second one's I don't think the second one's as good as the first no the first one's definitely much better the second one's more of like oh you like the first one here's copy and paste <laughs> this, 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 is the, this is where it falls into lazy sequels 
Like this, yeah. this is this sort of fits the bill of lazy sequels. Uh, the movie, um, <laughs> and it's literally, and the second one is also very very tropey. The first one kind of like does new tries to do new stuff, and the second one was oh you like that one do you? Here's more tropes. Here's more <laughs> of the same. Here's more annoying. Here's more, cr- and the second one makes no sense like how it ends and how it, how they I explain remember. it. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it left me scratching my head thinking, really? What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the first, watch the first one 100%. Second one is one of these you can not watch it and uh, and not be bothered. You know, yeah. it, it won't make any difference to if you do watch it, and what it might do is hurt your brain. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. Won't, I, won't, I won't recommend the sequel, but the first one definitely, definitely yeah. worth um, checking out. Yeah, I could I could talk about horror movies like all night. Uh, I wish I wish I could, but I, I won't. Um, so I'll just cover one more, and that is da, 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 the Final Girls. Have you seen this one? Final what? The Final Girls. The Final Girls. Yeah. That sounds like an adult film. It's not <laughs> an adult. It's not. It's not an adult film. This time, I swear. Okay? <laughs> this time. That's the final girls, too. To answer your question, Beth, no, I haven't seen it. Okay, so I think you would love this, to be honest. So it's really cool, right? It's a, it's a, a comedy horror, again. I know I've done a lot of comedy horrors, um, but they're the most recent ones I've watched. Um, when I say recent, I mean the last year or so. Because I haven't watched as many horror movies as I normally do, but I'm starting to get back into them. Uh, but anyway, so the final girls is these teenagers are off to, you know, some it's a parody on, you know, like horror movies and tropes and stuff like that. And these teenagers, camp counselors type things, off to um, I think it's I guess a camp and they get stuck in a slasher film and but the the characters can't see them but they can see they like the the killer can't see them but I think they can see everything and it's it's very comical and it's I just thought it was really fun and I really enjoyed it. It's like Friday the 13th, like all the horror films into one and it's just taken the mick. Well, not uh, not in a bad way, of course. It's in a, a good way. And it, I just found it, it was really fun. And yeah, I, I just, it's a cool slasher and it's um, the ending's pretty cool because... Um, I won't spoil it. Oh, I wish I could. I want to say, but I won't spoil it. Um, I recommend it if you, you know, you like horror comedies and stuff like that, and you, you know, you you enjoy that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's a uh, very cool, very exciting, and Is it on uh, any streaming platform. I think it's. I have to double check that. I can't. I don't know where. I, I'll, I'll I'll do a little research. Little boozy boop. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's on Netflix. Is it on Netflix? Let me see. I think it's on Netflix. Okay, so it's not on there at the moment. I don't know where you can watch it. I it's gonna be somewhere. Probably Shutter. Yeah, Shutter. 
the horror yeah. streaming service for those that know. Uh, yeah. probably on probably on Shutter. Most stuff's on Shutter yeah. horror wise. If it's not on Shutter, I'm sure you can find it elsewhere. But that's 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 me done. No, I've never heard of that. So <laughs> I recommend it. You recommend it's it? It's a good. Well, it's very good. We we'll go. We we'll go with that. I like it. Let's we'll go with that. I like it. If it's not, I'm blaming you. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Each like, no. to their own. Yeah, that's no, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal opinions yeah. matters, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's it. I think that's pretty much. Well, I mean, I if we're talking just to round off, then um, my go tos um, just to finish up on the discussion of horror movies and. Uh, Whatever, you know, again, it's all opinions, matters, I guess. Um, John Carpenter's The Thing um, is a good, a good one, a good go-to, I think. I don't know if I've me. seen that, actually. Um, <laughs> have a long time ago. It's a long time. I mean, and I say John Carpenter's The Thing because there has been, like, I think that in itself is a remake, but there's also another remake that follows that as well. So, but I think, yeah, 1982's John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, it was very good for its time. I think it still holds up now, but a lot of people will then, the, the problem with CGI is it's ruined movies for a long, for a lot of other movies because it's, um, you know, people now compare it all the time, saying, oh, well, that, those graphics look a bit crap. Oh. But they, they they were real. And that's what I like about those old 80s, sort of 70s, 80s, 90s, those early earlier films. Like, they were yeah. all stop motion animate, animation, um, you know, um, graphics. And yeah, they, yeah, it's all for real. It's all happening. You know, someone was actually puppeteering something. And I think there's there's a certain charm towards those films as well. Um, yes, I think people have got to realise that, yes, if you look at it now compared to what we have, but you've got to think about it when it came out. Yeah. When it came out, yeah. it was mind-blowing. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of films that, um, yeah, it's not just that one. There's loads that all followed the same kind of trope of horror movie making where you had to use puppeteering to get the desired effect. And that's my go-to, that, that one. Um, I won't go too much into it. So it's, you know, it is what it is. It's out there. People want to go and see it. It's, you can probably find it on most streaming services anyway. Um, if you can't, you're, you're not going to pay too much just to, to actually buy it. You could probably download it for a couple of quid. You know, a lot of, a lot of what we've spoken about is probably easy to gain, I, I would imagine. Um, but that, that, these are all, all the ones I've chosen. Pretty much um, more, so, not so much comedy horrors, more, um, yeah, that for their time, they were like coming out, they were more sort of serious. Where When 18 plus meant 18 plus. Um, Alien, 1979, I think. Um, Alien, the first Alien film that come out. Um, and this ties into my last one as well, because uh, it's slightly in, in the fact that um, a lot of horrors do this um, thing where they, they wait for a long time before you they introduce like the protagonist. This is 40 minutes. 40 minutes where nothing happens, but because you're watching a film called Alien, you'd expect an alien to appear at some point. 
if you've you know, so the first time round when you've seen it again 1979 graphically they were looking at sort of uh, there's a lot of computers on board the um the ship which um I kind of have a vague memory of like you know there's the old um the old computers that you might have had in schools um you know and you're looking at them going yeah it's that green sort of display um I mean I don't I don't think I ever used the computer with a green display, but I would recognise it. Um, some of the mm. the toys throughout, or the, some of the set. Well, again, if you look at if you if you've played Alien Isolation, you'll know what I'm talking about because they borrowed uh, a lot of their influence. Was this this actual film? This film, um, Sigourney Weaver in it. Um, it's one of that's again. It's a go to. Like I said, nothing happens. Um, nothing happens in it, but. For forty minutes, you sure about that? and then no, no, it does happen. <laughs> something does happen, but it yeah. takes forty minutes into the film before you start to get to, you know, the main enemy of the film. And then once that, once it comes in, it's like the whole the whole film really picks up the it really ramps up quite quickly. Then, um, so yeah, I I I I like that. I know that I know that the sequel was good. Like, but that's more action. This is more suspense. As you know, there's mm-hmm. that. When's it going to attack? Who's it going to attack? Who does it kill? Uh, yeah, going graphically, it was done for real. It wasn't done. There's no CGI, and that's probably why I like it. As well. um, not that any of them had CGI until like the third one. I think well, that, that that third one was a little bit more crap. Um, or still, but then still better than the fourth. So, <laughs> it's the only film in the Alien series I haven't seen. The first, the actual oh, first one. No. Yeah. Really? I don't yeah. want to spoil too much about it then. <laughs> but um I know enough about it. Yeah. Um but yeah, and then my third go to one again, it's the reason I, I said this one was different is because this one something happens right at the start and it's like, okay, this is introducing who the main taker who the main protagonist is and it's basically what put people off going into the sea and if you can't already guess from that um it's jaws you know 1977 jaws and i read the yeah, book i actually read the book recently and i can say um i skipped the chapter because i i didn't want anything i didn't want that memory to flood what i know from the film um if you've read the book you'll know what i'm talking about but i won't spoil it if you haven't and i don't want to mention it because i don't want to ruin your childhood basically. <laughs> um, so there's, there's a point, look, there's a point in the book which kind of ruins the film a little bit if you read all the way through. If you didn't read it, the book and the film are always going to be a little bit different in every book and film in, in iteration anyway. So make up that what you will. But the, but this film is always a good film. It's always a good... Um, yeah, sure, it looks... It looks Again, graphically, you're going to compare. You're comparing it to today's um, CGI nonsense. Sometimes it's you know some game, some some films, I should say, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, are real stinkers when it comes to using like they're overusing CGI now to the point where everything's filmed on the green screen. This was filmed in the sea. This was filmed. This was made for real. You know. Yes, we know it's a mechanical thing, but it looks so terrifying when you watch it for the first time. Even watching it now, it still holds up a little bit, I think. Some of the acting in it is really good. 
the the scene when they're on like if you haven't seen it come on what's going on it's 1979 for Christ's sake <laughs> um but you've had time to watch it but that that whole scene where they're all on the, on the boat and they were just talking about their tattoos and what they or their scars um, yeah. and Roy Shaw is, is is fantastic um in that who I I didn't you know I didn't realize at the time he was English or I think he's or British at least um I don't oh. know always Irish I'm not sure but he he wasn't American. That's the point. Is he wasn't American? I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, amazing amazing cast, great film. They're all they're all got great great cast in them. All of the ones I I've chosen. I'm not saying that because they're my choices. I think everyone's picked really good films. Everyone's picked like something. Everyone's bought something really good um, that we can all like get onto. Like yes some of the gaming sort of is questionable some of the games we've we chose were were good choices but like as far as when i say questionable i'm saying like for for the sake that bacon couldn't join in is what i meant by it <laughs> that's what that's what I, I meant by that um but i think everyone's choices today is really good everyone's really brought something towards this podcast today there's something different that we've done um that we don't normally do because it's halloween weekend and um yeah I just thought it was worth changing somewhat in some ways. I mean, there wasn't much gaming news anyway, so that would have um, that would have yeah. been um, a bit of um, a letdown. I can't think of any gaming news that would really mean anything to anyone anyway. Um, yeah, um, again, it's still more oh, bloody um, <laughs> Overwatch and um, the, uh, yeah. No. No, 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 no. There's still there's, there's loads of that out there, but I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna talk about that because that's not what this podcast is about today. Today's one's more more focused around horror. If anyone's got anything they wanted to add, I feel free to do so. Does anyone want pick up on anything? I did I've forget to said? mention my uh, my main comedy horror. Like, oh yes, go on. Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah, why did yes? That's kind of your go-to as well. That's because why my don't go-to, we my go-to phrase? Oh, that's great. That's really I, I love that. Young great film. Sorry. Yeah, I love that film. Uh, that whole werewolf bit at the beginning is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the whole thing. That was it. The um, when he goes and gets the brain, and it's uh, who's whose brain is this? Abby something. Abby normal. <laughs> Abby normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you give me an abnormal brain. <laughs> it's just a classic film it's, it is brilliant um, black and white and they, they chose to do black and white as well yeah. they didn't have to because it was already in the time when you could have had colour um, they chose to do it black and white and uh, it was really brave of them to do that actually I think uh, yeah. really, like they could have easily just not done it black and white and they completely played up to that whole Neor um, ham, Hammer sort of um, films horror yeah um, thing as well horror. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good call. That's a good shout. Out. That is a yeah, excellent. I mean, I excellent I could shout. I had so many I had so many go tos and but those those three was like okay, they're the ones I'm gonna watch the most. But like I could I had talk so, for hours about I, there's horror we, movies. We could we honest. could do a podcast on its own just on movies. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So many. So many. I could do a podcast all night about horror movies. <laughs> That's saying something. That is when saying comes, something. Yeah. When it comes to films, like, um, there are so many different types of horror, as there are in 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 film yeah. in general. There's so many different types of horror. You've got your comedy horror. You've got your 
for sure you got your shock horror ones which are definitely the worst ones out there like your um, hostel you know that hostel like um crap i mean there's 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 probably some someone oh, like, oh they're really good yeah. but then they're, they're not um yeah. what do they call it is it torture porn? yeah yeah the torture porn, kind porn. Of, yeah those torture sort of ones, porn, whatever you want whatever, whatever you, you call, want it. call it um it's just shock for the sake of shock um just because they're running out of ideas or something i don't know the old 80s slasher 70s and 80s slasher movies you know have been around for, which is why we got scream um and then of yeah. course there's scary movies which is the parodies of other horror movies not just scream oh, they're great they're, they're good fun um yeah i'm current comedies the zombie horrors the zombie comedy horrors, uh, Shaun of the Dead, obviously, that's another go-to. Uh, yep. Beetlejuice. There's so many different, there's so many great. I know. I know. There's so, so many, many. so much we so could have many. talked about. And it's just, <laughs> now time is against us. It's like, well. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're going to, we could be here, we could be literally here all night. In fact, it's just yeah. gone 12. <laughs> oh, As of no. the recording of this, it's uh, we've gone on quite, quite extensively tonight. Just because of um, the love of Halloween, I guess. All because of one thing that's tied it all together. Ish. Um, But yeah, I I think before we do end up, if there's anything anyone wants to add, uh, I think now is the best time to sort of say it because I think we should really start to think about um, drawing to a close. Unless anyone does want to continue on. (laughs) I I got a feeling maybe we we should now know when to end actually. And then we could do a part two maybe at some point. But um, next year, next year, yeah, <laughs> next, year. next year, next year, <laughs> to part two. Who knows? Yeah. Um, no, I have nothing else to. No, add no, myself. no one else got nothing else to add. Because I, I just talked for hours. Let's otherwise. go around. Let's go around no, no. the table. Uh, Freddie, anything else you wanted to add to this uh, as we round up? Or oh, no, you. No, you look, like you, you look like you you are ready to sort of actually finish. I think. Um, yeah. if, <laughs> go if to you don't mind me to, um, saying <laughs> no, yeah. no. um, I think for, the, for that then um, so Beth do you want to get on to the do the uh, joke on, of the week whilst you're looking for the joke then Beth we do the socials then Freddie you're taking a break now um, for a while yeah or, yeah, yeah I'm, on, I'm on a break to, to sort out some health problems yeah. okay um, I, I won't be streaming for quite some time okay. I, I, hope to, I hope to be back by like mid November, but yeah. it might be longer depending on what I can and and, uh, and get done. Yeah, okay. yeah. But I'll, I'll keep an eye on my Twitter uh, when I'm back. Um, but you'll see me pop up now and again, like in the podcast, and you might see me in Alex's stream um, or yourself. Actually, you're also your yes. own stream this, well, this week. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. You might see me about, but uh, for the most part, yeah, I'm on a I'm on a hiatus for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I've got to be. Uh, uh, I've got I've got tons of stuff planned. If I, I can get it all sorted, I've got loads of games and things. I've got a new schedule in the pipeline that I'm going to be sticking to when I get back. Um, to the, the swing of things, I will say, however, there is a uh, the launch of my uh, new paranormal channel, uh, Frightful Phantoms, is uh, debuting on Halloween. That's uh, at seven o'clock. Uh, so Frightful Phantoms UK on YouTube look it up um, and give us a follow subscribe and you'll get to see episode one of my new series which I did film prior to my health taking a nosedive so um, 
yeah, once uh, once um, I'm back on track, I'll get another episode out of that uh, in the future as well. But yeah, so uh, yeah, new paranormal show. I was going to put it on just on my channel, um, but I decided to give it its own its own thing because it's a completely different um, content wise to um, to what I usually do. And uh, yeah, in the spirit of Halloween, it's nice and spoopy um, stuff. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's an investigation of my own house. Actually, it's quite funny because uh, you know, all the jokes and that surrounded by the uh, the knocking and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. You don't, you, you don't want to miss it, but this way, it's, it's some stuff happens that will actually freak you out a little bit. Freak, so freak me out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so, see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, well, we'll look. Well, we'll look forward yeah. to that on on uh, this coming Monday. Actually, which is Monday, coming, seven, which mo- is, yeah, Monday, Monday, seven seven p.m. It debuts. It, it will be linked yeah. on my Twitter and posted all over Discords and stuff as usual. Uh, so don't miss it. I hope to see you there for the uh, premiere. So I'll be in. The, I'll be in the live chat. So, uh, Excellent. Hopefully, we'll I'll see, see some yeah. of you there. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely <laughs> tune into that. Um. Yeah, bacon. Anything lined up for yourself, or are you still? Yeah, I am coming back in Come about two weeks' time. Two more weeks' <clears throat> time. Excellent. Basically, yeah. So I'll, I'm I'm away um, in a week or so's time because I'm going up for going away for my mother's birthday. Yeah. But after I come back and sort of you work things out, so like towards the whatever it is twelfth of the month something like that yeah for whatever that weekend is I'm hoping to start back up again okay excellent good news beautiful um, and there's no there's no point asking me okay <laughs> you can find you can find Beth over on Alex's channel or Alex's channels or somewhere um, yeah one of our channels in the future um, as for myself I'm off all next week but I do have Woo! like a NDA thing so I can't yeah. talk about I can't I can't actually talk about anything just yet um, but there is look forward just look out for me um, the next couple of days there will be something I'm having I, I'm planning to do um, because I can't talk about it but yeah <laughs> just look out for something in the next few days uh, that I'm doing um, there will be some more gaming stuff relate, gaming related and uh, yeah there will be something else that I'll be adding uh, next yeah. week at it's- some point yeah, Mr. Steve's OnlyFans coming soon. <laughs> it's coming soon. Shh. No, you weren't supposed to say it. I'm an oh. NDA. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, so uh, I'll be doing something over the next week or so between now and next Saturday's podcast. Um, I'll put up all the socials uh, at the b- bottom of the description down below. But before we do actually go, Heavenly uh, Beth, you've got the joke of the yeah, week for I, us. Yeah, I found one. They're, they're very random with the jokes especially for the Halloween ones but I found one I, I have no idea if I've said it before but if I if I have okay sure whenever <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> yeah okay so what do you get if you cross a vampire with Al Capone a fankster okay <laughs> And it's on that bombshell. <laughs> we like to end it hey, now. You like yeah. it. We well, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you like it. I know you like it. Thank you very much, Beth, <laughs> for that. And thank you very much for being here. Um, that's it. So let's uh, just nothing else more to say. Then uh, thank you very much to all of my uh, hosts, 
Bacon Sarney, Pizza Beth, and The Freedy Show. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thank you for your input this week, guys. There's um, Thank you. Different than what we normally do. Yeah, we're going to be back again next Saturday at 9 on either my channel. Uh, well, probably just move my channel while it really takes a break. So, yeah. Um, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Just like to say thanks for watching. If you was watching, thanks for listening. If you was listening, you can also find the podcast over on iTunes, Spotify, Now Music, uh, over on anywhere that does uh, RSS feeds, which is basically where you can find podcasts. So any any platform out there that does a podcast, you are likely to find this uh, podcast as well. Looking under the Funny Bits Boy, um, which is basically my Twitch uh, name as well, on all of my um, socials as well, and most of the things that you'll find me on. Uh, just look for the Bits and Pieces podcast. Just be aware that there are podcasts called Bits and Pieces as well. But yeah, if you look under the Funny Bits Boy uh, tag as well, you'll find us there. And yeah, and if you want to tweet any of one of us, um, you've got um, B. Sarney, funny, uh, Be uh, Beth One. <laughs> Pe yeah, Beth One. Pizza Beth One. I, I actually forgot. You actually I forgot. Know. That's the first time I, I think I've forgotten. And uh, a Freddy Show. So many to remember now. Yeah, I know. And or Funny Bits B uh, over on Twitter's. Uh, that's um, that's it. Yeah, you've all been great, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll see you again next Saturday at nine. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.